captured Master Callista, we have been betrayed. The War Master has turned from the light of the Emperor. No, it cannot be. Why would Horus do this? He has fallen to darkness. He must flee the system. Take these four remembrances to Terra and carry word of this heresy. The navigators tell me the Warp is in turmoil. We will be ripped apart. We cannot do this. You must have faith in your ship, my old friend. Your service will be remembered. We will carry word and ensure the galaxy knows of the War Master's treachery. And when we can, we will send the Legion to reclaim your sarcophagus. Only in death will duty end. Good evening, and welcome to episode one of year five of Edge of Empire. Uh, I am Rob, joining you for my first full season since the transfer, and I am joined this evening by the even older oldest man in heresy, the inestimable Graham Mills. Thank you. Five years is a mere twinkle <laughs> in my esteemed career. <laughs> one one tenth of your entire life has been spent doing this podcast. Yeah, wow. And there and there he is chirping in, the Jesus. angriest wargamer in the Northern Hemisphere, Mills the Younger. Christopher, good evening. I'm not sure about angriest wargamer. Most dis- I don't know, really. I thought you could be right. <laughs> don't make him angry. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't, don't, don't want to find out. Yeah. And, and of course... Un- <laughs> un- no, not into the meat and bones. In- indeed, and underpinning it all, the alpha dog, the man's man, the straightest man in heresy, Michael... Bottrell Esquire. That's two sentences don't really go together. The man's man and the straightest man in heresy. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he hasn't even deemed it with a response yet. Has he? <laughs> I, I, these intros are becoming a bit of a, 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 a war of attrition. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know who we are. We're, yes. It's a new year. It it's a new not. season. There was a chap well, the other day that was asking for recommendations and everyone under the sun that runs a podcast recommended their own podcast which i was uh, i know right i recommended some others yeah i don't let's take it on the novelty we mentioned ours michael (laughs) just had to delete my facebook post because it was a bit bitchy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i i i own uh, if someone looking for recommendations i always recommend ours but i also recommend others because there are some great shows out there could be there you go and so this year or this month we'll see how it goes we are splitting the show up into two parts you lucky people yes we have part the first where we take a look at this month's new releases an update of what we've been up to a run through the month's news and engine kill this month takes a brief look at the titanicus news chris and michael will delve into the firebrands legio ataris is that Check me, check me with the encyclopedic knowledge off the top of my head. And in part the second, we will Mm. um, see if we can get some batteries out of Christmas lights to fit in the augury scanner. We will run through the books while Graham has a nap. 
and then we will take a look at the custodies, which I believe Chris has been making some very funny noises in the corner at the thought of doing that. He's kind of keyed up for some. His angriest man in heresy is going to be really put to the test. In the, in the Northern Hemisphere of the heresy. Northern Heresy. So I beg your pardon. We can't compete compete with Antipodes. Uh, if we really if we'd recorded this this army thing maybe a, a year ago or That's two years ago. Then the show would never have gone out. But uh, you know, I, you've mellowed since. I've mellowed since then. Yeah, absolutely. You work, you work through the issues. So He's we come we, to we... accept the inevitable. Yeah. I must have... admit, though, being as I kind of was in a, a year of many firsts, it must be said. Um, I looked at the custodies today. Well, actually, I looked at me last week when we were supposed to record, but yep. I did look at them again today <laughs> <laughs> when the deadline became a looming certainty. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, the guy's got a point. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, actually. I kind of sympathise a bit, Chris, I've got to say. I'll put it on record here. Um, tough, tough little... People really rate them, right? Mm, I'm not sure. I think they're quite a tricky army to get to work. But, of course, we'll see how we do. Because I think there's some cool things you can do. There's a lot of things you can do the same of. Yeah. Yeah. to see what you can do in terms of variety yeah. Yeah. So just, just, just for clarity this is a custodies list it's not a full talons of the emperor no. list challenge there will be no nuns with guns if that's your thing tune in another month i really like the, i'm kind of yeah there's some interesting things a bit of an eye-opener for me with this list i've got to be honest with you, which is always a good thing every day is a school day here at edge of empires hq it absolutely is yeah one day i'll get past the alphabet <laughs> I, was, I was impressed that you didn't say part one and then uh part b i mean that was the, uh, the bit i was really waiting for okay yeah. so, so uh, what we'll do is um if you are listening to part one of the show we'll run into new releases and if you're listening to part two we'll run into the auger scanner So we're going to take our look at the new releases, and we've had a few books and uh, some models. Uh, the first one was the Lightning Hall, which was an EPUB for the Advent Calendar. I didn't realise this was coming, and uh, this is—is is that really... an extension to the Lightning Tower? If they've got planning no. permission and had some more work done. <laughs> <I was> just... <laughs> no, 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 next time it's the Lightning Conservatory. Alan Titchmarsh and the Lightning Garden. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my first instinct when I saw that. I was like, is this a, is this a Bring spin-off? Me a shrubbery. Same author. Me. <laughs> no, it's not the same author. It'd be the Grey Knights that say me. Yeah, yeah the Grey <laughs> Knights who up until recently said me. Yeah, but now, was, but um, now say eki eki. Oh, come on. Eki, I eki, know eki, pongs, yeah. And that well, bit in the middle is them just whispering, going, yes, yes, Sevatar was one of us, was one of us. <laughs> Tangent. It's a story the, um, about how. <laughs> Sorry, just copper. Um, basically, at the end of Mechanicum, there were two Tyrannus knights basically left doing bugger all. Hang on, is it is it a sequel to the the book Mechanicum? Yeah. Right, I'm downloading it now. Keep talking. Sequel to the book Mechanicum, and it basically deals with what happened to those knights who at the end went off, and they're like, yeah, we're going to take this war to the enemy, and sort of, um, I guess, sort of moves Tyrannus from what they were in their heresy on Mars to what we know them now in 40k a little bit and it's like 
that's cool because I really think there's the, they've they've sort of left the door open to do something cool for the retaking of Mars after the uh, siege. Yeah. Um, so that was quite good. There's got to be a, a yeah, and after the siege, so it makes sense. Yeah, they've got to do the scouring. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to see. It'd be nice for them to do a novella like they've done with Fury of Magnus or whatever to sort of deal with that bit, the taking of the taking back of Mars. Oh, they don't, can't be a novella. Come on, we've got to have another. We've got to have another series of the scouring. It would. Well, I think we need. I think yeah, I think we're going to get the scouring at some point. But so we need another game. We need another. Uh, no, I don't. Know, I don't think we'll get be, another game. It needs to be eight point five with um, seventy-eight millimeter models. And everyone can be. I don't think we'll get another game, but it would be Mark, nice. Mark be six nice. armor, and that's all. It'd be nice for the heresy to continue after the siege. I mean, my personal thinking is maybe it should be a ongoing series with them. If they've got a really good story that takes part in the in the heresy, maybe they can just release a book. Um, yeah, they, you know, they've made far too much money to give up on it because they know as soon as they put anything in print with heresy in it, people will buy it. Yeah, and they do, as we will see in a minute. Anyway, the next. One is a model. Uh, it's Saul Tarvitz, the uh, long-teased Saul Tarvitz, probably the longest heresy um, so far. It's going to be some payoff, though. And he is an emperor's child, so mm-hmm. it makes yeah. sense. Poor old it's all about the build-up. Yeah, they 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 let they uh they they sort of released his rules at the very beginning when book one was released, and they've only just released his model now. Yeah. So I think this is a really nice model. I know a lot of people uh sort of. I know a lot of people are, uh, are sort of like, oh, the sword pose is wrong, and it's like the sword pose is entirely historically accurate. Read a book. Yes, it is. It is for that type of sword. It's <laughs> Stupid hook on the end. Yes, I don't like. But I'll tell you what: you go to 15th century Austria and you find somebody who isn't holding their sword like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a perfectly valid sword stance. And you know what? I actually like. I like it. It looks like a brutal weapon. Uh, I mean, I've seen plenty of people do that kind of sword stance and LARP, so it doesn't surprise me massively. It's traditional Zweihander work. It's, there's plenty of texts from, <coughs> yeah. uh, you know, from. It's uh, not like he's in fluid combat, is it? No. Yeah, no. He's, he's, he's yes. at guard. He's, yeah. you know, he's he's calling somebody out and saying, "Right, those for it, pal." And yeah, because the, the cutting edge of that blade is below that point of his second hand, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah he's got a second like, hilt. If you don't if, like if, it, you can convert your yeah. own. If you go to a, a, a museum, you will find, or a castle, which you know, here in the UK for our American vote, American listeners, sorry, they're not made of plastic and don't have a princess at the top. Um, but you'll find, you know, traditional weaponry, and you'll find the north. But you, you'll there. find, you know, the annex are find a brilliant example. You'll find there's mm-hmm. a leather guard halfway up the handle, normally with something to slop it s- sliding back, and that's where you reach, you hold onto the blade halfway down, and you use it like a spear to stab a horse in the mouth. That's yeah. what it's for. Well, yeah, thanks for that. I'm glad that you, A, managed to upset Americans, <laughs> and B, people who may have had a different opinion on sword grabbing. But yes, yeah, you're sorry. not wrong, Rob. You're you can edit wrong. me on that one, Michael. No, no, I think it's a perfectly reasonable rant. The figure itself, I do prefer the helmeted version. Yeah, I don't. Than the helmeted version. Hard agree. Hard agree with that one. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, the, fa- the to be honest, the face itself looks like the old collectible card game face that's mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. that's not a big deal it does look like what he's supposed to look like from the old card game but it's not the prettiest face um unfortunately with emperor's children as well in in with bare heads now i just see fabulous piles because i've just had it ingrained for like 20 years of pink armor white hair 
Uh, yes, it's it, mean, it looks bile. like it does look like he's in. Yeah, it's it's only a, a face that only a mother could love. Um, I really do think it looks. Infinite. I mean, the, the the helmed stuff looks really cool. That really I mean, the helmet looks absolutely cool. phenomenal. So yeah, it is. Mm, it's a lovely job. <clears throat> it's one of the better sculpted helmets I've seen in a long while. Oh, I like nice. the arm, the the strap across the chest plate. Holding oh the yeah, that's stuff. really nice. The grip of the band. Nice yeah. yeah. The only yeah. thing I would say is I I think it's said to be a character series model. Yes. But he doesn't have a character series display base, which is the only disappointment I have. Oh, yeah. And again, he's thirty pounds, so you know, is that expensive. That's, that's not expensive for a character series. For a character, but he's. Oh so, right. I don't on his character series. Seven, isn't he? So. It was just when he was introduced. They said he's a character series. It's not, not a tank, see, so I wouldn't know. But so, it's because um, you've got three times the volume of the figure in base <laughs> to go with I it. Have, I haven't actually seen anybody show the box on thingy but i get the feeling he's not going to come in the black box oh the traditional black box well anyway good model nice with the helmet it looks really great good piece of even if you don't use it as targets it'd make a beautiful praetor for the anybody doing the return to istvan that's true actually i mean it's a Mm -hmm. paint job that's that's way beyond that looks super tricky there's a lot of intricacy on that isn't there yeah yeah definitely moving on to some more models uh, we have the Night Lords Conquitar Terminator Elite. Conquitar Deep. <laughs> the the Night Lords con- Night Lords are conquers deep in chain weaponry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what's the what's the feeling on these then? I love these models. I love I love the models. They are fantastic. I I love the the detail on them. They they just yeah. look. <clears throat> so, uh, are we going to discuss the fact that they have been FAQ'd already? That's in. <laughs> State of the Union. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> so yes, we are, but not spoiler alert. Oh, right. Episode two. We'll keep this. We'll um, keep this. Well, well, no, it's this episode. It's in this. I know. I know. Okay, we'll keep this. Like, yeah, they are cool. They are they very, are very cool. cool. I mean, for me, they suffer from the the kind of. You know, when you see an ang- an angsty teenager wearing one of those alchemy gothic t-shirts. Yeah. Well, if you've got, you got a time machine, that is to go back to. To go back to the night. To go back to the yeah. Late nineties and two thousands, the the night lords do suffer from that kind of we're trying too hard to be scary thing from me. I'm with you on that. that yeah, which which, which is a shame because they've got some cool background. I hadn't cool noticed walls. the um the blades on the shin pads. Oh yeah, yeah. they've got little blades on them. So yeah. if you know you're trying to grab them, you're going to get knackered. Oh, that's yeah. cool. They they are yeah. a little over the top, but it kind of fits with the fluff. You know, the fluff is they are. They're cartoon villains. Yeah, you know it's. Yeah. I, 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 I do like the guy covered in flesh. He's pretty jazzy. Yeah. I just think that the 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 sort of skinned Alaska uh, York. Yeah, the the skin tunics. I think if they'd just done normal leather ones, might have been a bit, you know. Somebody got hold of my skin tunic once. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong podcast. Okay. Yeah. I bet, right. I bet you sounded like Alan Jones for five minutes till the <laughs> after the let go. Yeah, but no, I actually, I actually, I really like these models. They are. They're really nice. They they do fit that Night Lord's aesthetic, um, and um, it's nice to see uh, Tartarus Terminators as a um, uh, what you call it the uh, um, the elite special Legion specific one. Yeah, and and Volkite weaponry, of course. All oh, those wires on that fist would really bug me. Having to paint those. Which fist is that one? This uh, again. It's the, the the flayed. The, the flayed people. He's got the little wires coming out of his sort of 
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess that would that would be a bit irritating. But let's yeah. not forget these aren't these aren't models that uh, these aren't models for your beginners. They're expecting us to be able to put a bit more into these this stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know. um, expectation versus reality. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They haven't seen me paint models yet. Um, I, I am jealous because I want Terminators with Volkite weaponry because that's just really cool. I just don't want all the kind of you know we tripped over a slaughterhouse on the way in. Fell into an abattoir. Yeah, oh, you don't have to use the bodies though, do you? You could you know kit bash. Convert your own. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah that's true. Convert, I if, if I did Night Lords, I'd have these. I think definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would as well. Yeah, I think that the list the, for the previous episode, you know, the champions one, mm. that Frosty sent in was basically, I think it was like 50 of these guys, all were chain fists. Yeah. Work. Oh. That work. Yeah, that's going to cause someone so, yeah. some bother. Anyway, nice, nice to see some new model releases, right? Yeah. Mm. Then that's cool. Uh, then we've got, the rest is all basically books. So we had Mortis, limited edition, 50 quid. And Alpharius, limited edition, 40 quid. I think I've got to touch on the fact that basically when these went on sale... Yes. They went on sale together and they're very much in demand books. I mean, let's face oh, it, yeah. Siege Terror book is always going to be a big deal. And Alpharius, yeah, that's that's definitely a big one. I uh, really ho- I just really hope it's four hundred pages just with redacted written on every single one. I have know some people who've got it already and well, they would have had it already, but yeah, they've read it already and apparently it is phenomenal. Um but what can you expect from the uh, the author? Uh, Mike Brooks did the uh, Navigator story a while back, and it was marvelous. Is there um was there controversy? Yes, right, as always, <coughs> controversy. Yeah. It went on sale at fifty eight minutes past nine, so that's when the the site sort of ticked over to put them on, mm-hmm. and it site, sold out by ten o'clock. But, yeah, pretty much. The site went well. The site went down more or less on ten, and it wasn't back up for everybody until about 11 minutes past by which point they'd all sold all the people had them in their carts mm. were checking out the site crashed they lost them out on them our friend david um was in the same position so i think personally if you want my opinion i think games workshop made a mistake releasing these two books at the same time i don't know why they do it on the same website i think the reason they're doing it on games workshop's website right now is because it means they're only operating one system so one lot of purchases goes into one rather than having someone buy a book and then they're going to buy some um, models in doing two separate you know to limit the number of picks they're doing essentially if someone's yeah but if someone's wanting one of these yeah books, no, no, I get exactly they're not going to be hanging around on the web store i get what i get exactly what you mean and i think they should have yeah i but, think i think they i, think, I mean they made a lot of money and they're still making a lot of money right mm-hmm. so i think i mean i'm not a person who rails against the, the sky when it comes to this sort of thing but i think you would expect them to have the ability to scale up their merchant site to cope with that level of traffic yeah i mean on the one it happens all of the time and it's like or do them print to order you just you, you somebody, with that somebody somewhere must go limited editions yeah, somebody somewhere must go, you know what, this is a pretty poor customer experience. We need to, you know, either put something up that says, you know, we can't process any more orders right now. Please check back in X amount of time or have more ability to process more stuff. I think but also I- is someone needs to be going on the Facebook and not then half an hour later putting out the post going, oh, this book's now available to buy when it's sold out. Already. 
because <laughs> that just winds people up. Did we get yeah, the email did, goes were, were out? Scalpers like, involved as well in this. Oh yeah, there are, there are a degree of scalpers involved. I mean, you can't hide away from that. Uh, they have done a lot. I mean, they limit them to one per account, but unfortunately, clever scalpers, you know, they build bots. I mean, this is happening up and down the hobby market on just yeah. out of everything you can imagine. Right. PlayStations yeah. as well. I mean, that was mm. the big Sorry? one recently, wasn't it? Yeah, PlayStations. PlayStations, graphics cards, bots yeah. buying up everything. You know, scalpers are seeing, oh, I can make money out of this. So they they, they are doing their best to get as many as possible. So, but I don't think we can entirely blame scalpers for it there is a high demand from us hobbyists um yeah i just think it's a bit i annoying. think they should do them as pre-purchased printed on demand like That's they should say if you want this special edition then you know you've got to be say a valid should we say valid customer because what's the next one going to be book six no one's going to come wading in to try and get the limited edition starting on book six so if you've got your account if you can see on, on someone's account if they've got three of the last five open it up for pre-order i think the, the and just take that's... them out of the equation it's a thousand so, it's just, 2, just gone on, to, on the website that morning i've just gone onto ebay and put in siege of terror yeah. just into ebay and there are 27 listings directly in front of me for mortis ranging from uh let's have a look 130 quid up to one person's trying the luck at 300 pounds well, I hope their conkers drop off. I do or a bit not would... actually. Dropping off would be too painful. Yeah, but <sighs> it, it, it's a difficult one because if you if you do print to order, the whole limited edition thing goes out the window. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, don't 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 do it print to order. But like they used to do with the Black Library Weekender, if you had been to the previous one, you were open. You were available to pre-purchase. I suppose the problem you, with that is now with scalpers already buying them and knowing there's kind of this yeah. concept of kind of arbitrage, if you like, between what people are willing to pay retail and what they're going to pay in the second-hand market. I, th- I, think it's a, I think it's a difficult one to, to deal mm. with. I don't think there's any easy solutions to it other than, I mean, yes, ideally, really, Games Workshop should invest in uh, a site that doesn't go down um, the moment you have a big massive release but at the same time as that you've got to remember infrastructure like that costs an absolute ton of money and if it's just sitting around half the time doing nothing no, not really not in today's market michael you, those yeah, you no, only no, pay no, for I what you use now, at this at this no, moment any kind it, of infrastructure costs no, not really not really because well, if yeah, this, is, this is no i mean if you you only pay for what you use in terms of those cloud servers so if they scale up uh, sure i suppose i wasn't thinking are they using they, 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 physical servers well they'll be using i would imagine they will be using a cloud-based provision so that yeah. they should scale up as demand goes up and then scales back down when it's not busy otherwise it's super expensive yeah but so anyway enough about that they do need to solve that issue i think realistically okay so yeah moving on to a book you can actually get hold of which had the weirdest release ever, um, Fury of Magnus. And I say weird because, okay. obviously, Chris has had this book over a month now. I missed know, it I completely. I only got it on my Kindle. I have not night. even read it yet. <laughs> it, it, came, it was released just before Christmas to a select number of friendly um, local game stores, right, yeah. including Battle Bunker, Element Games, Outpost. They all got copies just before Christmas, a small select number of copies. Really weird. Yeah. Really weird. Mm-hmm. And, but it wasn't released by Games Workshop until the, uh, the 16th. Um, well, that might be a way to do it. Which is that, that might be a way to do with 
with the big ones, like just send some to FLGSs and then they can contact people that they know. Maybe. Yeah, but that becomes then it becomes a closed market. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, but the, but the thing is, they are. They, I think things like this, they kind of are a closed market anyway. I'm not interested in them because I can't justify fifty quid on a hard, on a bit on a you know novel. So I know what you mean. It's an interesting one. Problem is, if we could solve this problem, somebody else would have solved it by now. I think. I think yeah, it's, uh, it's true. Yeah, something we're not that, quite that, 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 this one I think it's something that plagues anything where there's a demand that's outstripped by supply. Or well, yeah, I mean, you look at the PlayStation and Xbox market right now. Everybody wants them. As soon as they go on sale, boom, they're gone. Uh, you know, yeah, curries have lists, have queues of five thousand people to get a PlayStation. Yeah, and then the, you hear about these. Do you hear about the bots and the Argus one? They found yeah. a rogue um, URL and just used that to buy them up before they went on sale. It's yep, unbelievable. Yes. Anyway, um, anyway, so Fury of Magnus. Uh, I'm looking forward to reading this. Uh, so hopefully we'll get a review of this next month. But you can buy this uh, as, as an EPUB for $7.99. You can get the hardback version from Games Workshop for £18. Um, you can also buy that, that hardback from Element Games for £15.30 and the Outpost for £14. Uh, MP3, if you prefer the audiobook, is $19.99. Or you can get it for one audible credit, um, which is really good. If you go through the link on our website and get it there, we get a little bit of the kickback. So, you know, <coughs> all the shilling. Always shilling, always, always, always the bottom line. Okay, <laughs> and that's that's basically that's basically it for heresy releases uh, and related uh, oh, this month. So, yeah, not. I was really surprised that you didn't try and uh, sneak in those uh, plate marine poxwalkers, Alignifer things. No, the um, these these things. Hang on, I'm just going to put it in notes so you can never cheeky gander. Um. I don't think I think of as the pox walk. Yeah, maybe it's. Just, you know, I know you love a bit of terrain. It could be, but it's it's very late. Her- yeah, the miasmic malignifier, uh, the terrain. It's very late heresy, siege of terror, death guard putting up kind of thing. But I mean, then again, you you know, we also got the um, idea of you had pox walkers come out as an individual release this month. Yeah, cultists for Nurgle, you know, thing. But that's. Yeah, they've been out for a while, but the Malignifier, I'm not sure. It is it is cool, and you could definitely add it to some sets of Mechanicum terrain, but... He's a changed man, isn't he? You know, some of the oh. things you must sandwich into this section. Mm, I know, well, but... maybe it's making it a bit more snappy and... Leaving <laughs> <laughs> more room for tangents. It's Person. definitely something you could use, but I don't think it's 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 got widespread enough purpose for it. Okay, if fair enough. It's, it's like it's a very, very niche of a niche of a niche of a niche of a niche use. Uh, that's exactly where we live. That's our house. That is niche of a niche, n- is, neat squared. That's, that's exactly us. It. That's exactly How right. about we look at what we've been up to this month? Why don't we do that? That would be a nice change. Next up, we're going to have a little look-see and see what the the gang of four have been up to over the last month in terms of work on current projects and all things heresy project related. So first out of the traps, Mr. Christopher Mills, what have you been up to, my friend? 
What and are brother. I've been? <laughs> that's 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 our, how much our relationship deteriorated now. <laughs> we're just a friend. We just we're just just close associates. That's about it. <laughs> Workplace proximity Work associates. Colleagues. Yeah, that's that's about I it. I wish they were lying. <laughs> um, well, next we have to have every conversation through Michael now. That's we do when well, we're not talking on the show. That's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all for show, guys. It's all for yeah, show. Totally. Um, what have I done? So I finished my forty-five blood letters. So my troops are now sorted for my demons. Oh, that's a challenge. Have well, I've done pho- them slowly over like quite a long time. So have you sent photos of them or put no, them? no, no, no? Oh, please do. I've just got a base. I haven't done photos because I haven't based them. Oh, well, you don't, want to, you don't want to incur the wrath of exactly. I live in fear of Rob, so uh, <laughs> uh fear of a Rob planet, yeah, exactly. Spark. So I'm not sure if, but I'm not, I, I want to try and do so uh, my blood resin and then do that cracked earth stuff over the top, uh-huh. yeah. but I'll need to apply heat to that Ooh. to get heat it nice and crackly. And Exactly. Well. So I'm I'm um, going to start experimenting. Here's one for you. Put when you, the resin is done, put gloss varnish over the, the top of it. The thing with the gloss varnish is, it doesn't. It gives you a on the resin. It gives a weird effect. Oh, is it? So on one of my bases, I did it, and a um, glue. Yeah, maybe. I say so it's, it's. I'm just going to start experimenting. Um, yeah, maybe PVA glue week. or something, because um, it's just about giving the, the the texture paint something to grip to. Yeah, yeah. So that's the so that's then that with them done. Uh, the big five are coming along nicely. I need to find the wing ends for the big bloodthirster. I put them in a box somewhere, and I can't think where I put that box. Still mm-hmm. can't think. I was hoping that would jog my memory. Um, so they're all coming along. It's just bits and pieces of them, really. I just pick one up, do a little bit, put it down, go again on another one. Yeah. Um, I did have to redo some of Sarlacc's face the other day because I thought, oh, I'll put a bit of purple on there, and it just didn't work at all. So I've had to kind of do that again. Sarlacc's face. It's exactly. Like an insult, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> it's just exactly. It might as well be. By Grongar's um, mighty hammer. Oh, yes. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so the big five are coming along nicely, which is good. Just everything nice. else. I've got the brutes to do, but everything's got some, uh, basically everything has red on it. Everything has a, has some paint now. Um, and now that lockdown's going to be another six weeks from now, apparently, at least. So I might actually get it finished by the time lockdown ends, because there's not an awful lot of work to, still to do. Got yeah. Very good. But, yeah, it's been good. I bought a few because... Um, so I bought some of those Kadai Fireborn from Forgeob before they went out of, uh, ran out of stock. So I'm going to try and do something with those, turn them into sort of demons coming out of blood or made of blood. If I can, um, but that'll probably be yeah a lot of anger and red and um, clever yeah high varnish finish maybe. Okay. Um, oh, they look great, don't they? I've not seen them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're super cool. But they're, they've got the axes and things, so yeah. they kind of fit the fit the bill. So wow, I thought it'd yeah, be quite cool are. to have those sort of look like they're formed of blood. But they'll be brutes. I have got some normal Forge World demon brutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought just to mix it up a bit. And... Yeah, they look cool as. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's just been yeah trickling along nicely, really. 
Very cool. Yeah, well done, Tanner. Still a ton of spaceships to get down at some point, so march oh, yes. onwards probably. And then well done, Graham, for slipping in a little porcupine tree reference there. Did I? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is. It's a it's a band that would be right up your street. You said Fear of a Rob Planet. They do an have an album called Fear of a Blank Planet. They're a prog rock band. You'd love them. Well, you see, I was using the Public Enemy Fear of a Black Planet, which is probably <laughs> what they've riffed off of. For fear Pro- of a blank planet, see? Most, yes, that's my uh, knowledge of the foundations of hip-hop showing through, or lack thereof. <laughs> Isn't that connections? It's yeah. all connections. Oh, I just sort of uh, have this image now, and accepted headcanon, that Graham would be the dwarf in our uh, D&D. I've often had the headcanon that Graham would be the dwarf, but that's, you know. What, in that strange dream you had? In that strange, yeah. <laughs> if, if this was like a Lord of the Rings setup, Graham would be the dwarf. The Gimli of the, yeah, the gang yeah, yeah, yeah. of the fellowship. All right, then let's let's just stop proceeding. <laughs> and and let's, Legolas. let's definitely Legolas, hundred percent. Rob, what do you think? Um, what the fact that they act like they hate each other, but they end up quite liking each other. Well, there yeah. is that, of course. But I mean, what about you know? So if I'm Gimli, and I accept that there is a certain similarity between myself and Gimli, son of Gloin, mm-hmm. Legolas of the Tree Folk, mm-hmm. Chris. All right, if you say so. I think you're more of a Boromir than an Aragorn. Uh, well, well, I am close to Yorkshire, Sheffield and Denmark, Lee. so yes. Um, yeah, that does leave Michael. So and if I'm, anybody says anything other than Samwise Gamgee. I, I mean, I don't know, he does, Michael does all the heavy lifting and carrying. Exactly, so so that's why it's Samwise No, because you couldn't do it without Sam. Yeah, and therefore, right. he is perfectly Sam. Totally. I thought I was going to be um, uh, what's Aragorn. his name? Lady no. Galadriel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gandalf. Gandalf. No, I'm. I, I'm yeah, but he I'm, dies in season one. Sorry for spoilers. Uh, I, thought, I think you're. I thought I was going to be Peregrine Took to be honest. Fall of a Took. Fall of a Took. Mm, that would work. Mm, but I do possibly. think you are more of a Samwise Gamgee because you are the one that ultimately manages to see the thing through to the end. Yeah, and carry the weight of us. Exactly. We are we a are. collective Frodo Baggins on your shoulders. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. glad we got that out of the way. Tangents. The line, if I can't, I, 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 I can't carry it, but I will carry you. Exactly. exactly. Or, or I'm coming, Mr. Frodo. Either <laughs> of those two lines, perfectly reasonable. I don't remember the Shire. I don't remember it. <laughs> anyway, before this gets completely out of hand... And we end up into some very strange fan fiction. Let's move on to. <laughs> into hand might be the problem. <laughs> yes, let's move on to Samwise Michael and uh, see what he's going to tell us about what you've been doing this month. Uh, not a great deal. I, I think I, I haven't done a massive deal. I've done um, a. Uh, I did some more terrain for Zomor mm-hmm. Palace. I did the columns for the Sector Mechanicus um, bits, um, which uh, were damned annoying um because just so much going on on them for okay. what they do um and then i had some 3d printed stuff made for me by our good friend nicky um he he offered to do some 3d printed terrain for me uh, and he did some a uh, couple of air vents and a trio of uh, chemical vats which i uh, then uh, uh painted up and yeah they're 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 done. They're, they're, they're added to my uh, Zomortalis 
sets, so I'm quite happy with those. That, your column looks particularly impressive, Michael. Got to say, he does his webcam on again. <laughs> <laughs> they look great. They do look great. I yeah, love they them. Do. They're nicely yeah. painted as well. Really nicely painted, actually. Yeah, it's got a nice like finish on them. The cheapest possible spray paint, metallic spray paint going. Well, I say cheap as possible. Cheap as possible. It isn't from Poundland. <laughs> um, and uh, and just two washes and some Necron compound. So it works. I actually out. very much enjoy your Instagram, Mister B. I'm going to say this now. I, I do often enjoy just the occasions I do pop on Instagram, seeing the wonderful things that you've painted. Yeah, mm. I really like the blue, the blue wires there. I wouldn't have thought of using blue for wires, but that looks really cool. I just something different from red. Yeah, totally yeah. right. Just put an extra color in there, just for a bit of. Set it off nice. I am quite happy with the 3D printed stuff. I mean, it's it's not all that complicated, but it's got me very excited for possibly getting my own 3D printer. I, I feel that you'll be one, you'll be an early well, not an early adopter. I, you will be an adopter of this technology. I feel sooner I, rather than later. I can I can see it, but I'm like, do Space I get, a, in do the, I get in a resin world. one or a or a um or a, 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 a PLA one? Resin. PLA ones are great for terrain. Not so great for figures, but resin ones, you know, they're great for figures, not so great for terrain. And Did it print the, the, the bubbles? Sorry? Did it the print, print the bubbles? bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. The bubbles yeah. are printed. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, yeah, resin ones actually technically produce toxic waste, so. Do you think you'd be able to put this? I mean, obviously, you, you, have, you haven't mentioned this, but is this something that you could fit into your into your living space without without incident, let's say? Or is that the thing that's holding you back? Uh, well, the thing that's holding you back at the minute is no money for it. But yes, there, uh, is, there are other things that have to be bought ahead of it. But, uh, but I hope to this year, if not early next year, get a PLA printer um, because I think it will be quite cool um, to have. But I know exactly where it's going to go. Um, the space is reserved. Nothing else can go there. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, at the moment, it's holding Lindsay's work printer. But it's like, nope, that's going up into your office. It's not staying here. Very good. Yeah. Well, there you go. Happy with them. Exciting uh, stuff. Model-wise, I did paint destroyers for the podcast Sons of Horus Army. You did indeed. And I was quite happy with them. Um, got Ooh, the trans- nice. Started with start, put the transfers on it. I was, you know, I, was, I was very pleased with them. I still got to put the transfers onto the tactical squad, but I'll get that done this week. Yeah, but looking good. I did. I did feel a bit bad actually, because Pete's just knocked out his, finished off his Sons of Horus army, and I think he did that in the time that we've been talking about doing our Sons of Horus army. <laughs> and there are three of us. <laughs> I was, I was looking at it and going, oh, we are. You know. yeah, we did have other armies, right? I mean, to yeah, be I know, fair, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that reminds me, we should probably give Pete a little bit of a shout out, I think. Oh yeah, the badges. Sent us a badge, which was nice. Did. Yeah. Sitting on my um sitting on my desk and I'm like, oh where am I gonna put this? Because I'm not gonna wear it to go out because I'll just be just get lost knowing me. Okay. That's true. Anyway, Rob, Mr. Oh. Ing, you've been a busy old chap. Oh, for me I have, yeah. Building, um, painting, building and painting. Building, painting and buying, but that's for episode two. Um so yes, I've I've finished my finished all the infantry now for my Mechanicum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, since the last uh, last recording, I've done the three Myrmidon 
destructors rather, not secutors, destructors, the heavy support ones. Yeah. Uh, I finished my Arch Magos, so I can't remember if I'd quite finished him last time. Gotcha. Um, but I have finished him now. I've finished my Secretary Axiarch okay. as well. Ooh, um, you make one of them. I've got uh, all the Verdigree done on all of them now, so they're all sorted. And I also managed to get the subframes airbrushed on all four Moirax as well, so the um, the metals and whatnot are ready to do, ready for the carapaces to go on. You've gone for four Moirax. Four Moirax, yeah. Nice. What's their What's their gunnery out? out what are you thinking on? I've gone just bog standard because that's the point, and it's the Volkite and the claw, claw. with the. Rad mm. claws, good, right? Yeah, the claws are good. Mm. Strength of ten, AP two. Yeah, it's never to be sniffed at, is it? Think they're magnetizable. At the yeah, they are magnetizable. I, so, I have yeah. magnetized they're a new them. kit, aren't they? Um, but I, I don't have... know. They're like the pl- the plastic resin. Oh, sorry, the plastic uh, resin hybrid. Yeah, it's the armager. So. It's you basically you get an armager with an upgrade kit. Yeah. Oh, you don't get a full armager though, because you don't get all the weapons from the armager. You get the armager. Armager sort of chassis sprue, and then the uh, upgrade kit. Funny having designed the kit that way that they could split off stuff they don't want to sell you. Yeah, but then again, it makes you wonder. What what happens to the weapons? Because I've had them, I had them in the Forge Bane box set, and it comes as and it came as one connected sprue. Yeah, but that's that's classed as a double sprue. Sorry, that's a double sprue because what they class as one sprue is just the A5 bit. Yeah, so it's like, what's happening to the bit at the end with the weapons on? Are they just melt? Are they just melting it down to? They just they'll they'll have they'll have retooled it probably and just do the A5 sprue. Mm, maybe yeah. Or they'll just be they'll be a standard thing. They just can just put a plug in when they put them into the machine. Um, oh, yeah, to stop yeah. it from printing. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, lots of work, mate. Yeah, so I've got um doing doing quite quite well with them. So um, I don't know. You bought a Thanator. Yeah, I bought a Thanatar. Big lad. Yeah. Um, when did I buy him? Just before the, um, was it the October lockdown? November okay. 1? Which of, not lockdown Lock 2? Yeah. Um, lockdown 2, the, the, the sequel. Return of the lockdown? Yeah, sort of lockdown. So, yeah, I tend, I tend, you know, I do my armies as snapshots. So they're just, it's 3,000 points. It is what it is. That's what I'm going to, you know, that's on what I'm going to use. One. So, and then on to the next one. <laughs> which, big lad. Yes, the Porphyrian is built, sort of in subsections. So the chassis is built, and he's on the base that I built for him, and he's, um, you know, ready for final assembly once he's been painted. So uh, once the Moirax, once the Moirax and the Thanatar are done, then it'll be like okay, proper slowdown, and uh, on to the next thing. On to the on to the big daddy, big 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 Papa D, yeah. Mm. Very cool. Cool. Um, nice, nice, nice. Weirdish month, actually. I kind of, I don't know if I talk about this. So I painted the second Venator. So I had one that I painted, and then it painted the one that Chris sent me. Um, so they both look the same now, which is nice. Um, and I've started to paint. So I painted a test phallax and some Ursarax just to see how they looked and they look okay so now it's kind of bulk painting-ish um, I've got a load of Thalax I think nine of those to paint and I think there's about eight seven or eight Ursarax to paint as well so a long slog through those it's quite a tricky paint job for me it's like two colours and that always freaks me out um, <laughs> so they're, they're, they're difficult models colors. as well because they've got 
quite um, oh, sorry. weak joints on them. God, so you have to kind of be a bit careful, especially because I've stripped them. So they're probably yeah. a bit weaker from that as well. The, 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 the uh, phallax. Phallax, yeah. They've, mm. yeah. they've got these quite big arms, but they're kind of, the, the bits that connect them to their bodies are really thin. I mean, yeah. the dog knocked over about three of them, on, just hit the deck, just snapped. Yeah. It's like, oh. But yeah, um, and they're quite intricate. They're more intricate than they look, actually. They, you can't just sort of drive brush your way through them. They've got bits going on that's a bit of pain. But, yeah, um, they're very detailed models. So I've been trying to do those to get them done because um, I'd like them out of the way. Uh, I, with my Christmas crimbo money, I also went down the Morax route because I think they're pretty cool and they're going to work with my my ultimate plan of a big night potential. Um, not the Propyron, but just as bad. Um, so I've gone for the the Morax, but I've I, I've got the Grav Pulsar thing, Graviton Pulsar guns for. Mm-hmm. I think they're great, right? Two shots haywire. Very useful, always useful. Never have enough haywire unless you're using those things that are just wrong. Um, oh, those ones I've got twenty of. Yes, those <laughs> wrong ones. Um, and I also kind of, as it was my birthday, I got an uh, Element Games ratchet from my my, uh, my other brother, and uh, I went and bought the old. You know, you don't like it, Chris, but I, I think it's a cool model. I went and bought the Mechanicum Flyer. Uh, oh, yeah, that's super bloody bad thing. thing yeah, the bat thing that you don't like. So I'm going to, I'm going to don't make out. soup out of it, else we'll never get out of lockdown. That's true. I, I think it's a cool model. It's got a sort of June vibe that I really like. Mm. Um, and I, I, I'm going to paint that up and use that as a Arvis. And as you did point out to me when I said I'm going to get one, you said you could have just bought an Arvis for like an extra tenner. And so I didn't really save any money on it, but it's, it's much bigger than an Arvis, which is fine. I think so it looks well. Cool. I think it's a cool looking model and it's nice it, to have something different it's crazy it's the thing i like about the new stuff that got added for 40k it's and i kind of really would like them to add them into heresy because you know the stuff existed you know if you look at the law is that they just look so funky and like completely different to anything mm-hmm. else the imperium has i really like those hovercraft ones you know the yeah, the kind yeah, of the yeah. landing craft and the, and you can put it and you can make a tank version. I was thinking, oh, if you ever did a reductor, look at me and my mechanicalness. Um, if you ever did a reductor, in, both um, feet, absolutely. You know, when you go, you go large. Um, you know, doing a reductor list with maybe some of those because you could use those as those kind of tanks that you know you can I'm buy for reductor lists. I am tempted to get one of them just for my 40k mechanicum with my pocket money this month. I think they're really cool. So yeah, that's my plan. So I but. I kind of because I like painting vehicles much more. Than I like painting infantry. Yeah. I kind of have to say to myself, right, you you need to paint ten infantry, and then you can paint a vehicle <laughs> as a kind of yeah. reward. Because I just yeah. you know I just much prefer doing that. So I'm going to try and gird my loins, get these things, stop putting it off, get it done, and then at least I've got the troops and I've got the um, elites, fast attack choice, whatever they are, um, ready. I need to buy some more stuff at some point if I ever get any money. There's some vulture axe in my future. And of course, then there's the the big lad himself, which is, you know, going to take some saving up for, which is the uh, old uh, Atropos. So, yeah, when you're going to go, you're going to go big. Going to go big. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that army a lot, which is a bit of a shame, really, because it's, it's kind of piqued my interest more than the mixed Mechanicum Ultramarines army sure. has. So I've still got um, a load of Ultramarine uh, Recon Marines to paint for that 
to get that out of the way as well. So the list goes on and on, as they say. If we're out, if we're out of lockdown, when you're um, wanting to do your Atropos, gee, have a drive down, Chief. I might just send it to you, Rob. You can just paint it for me. There you go. Then, 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 <laughs> then, then, then it won't happen. If you, but if you come down, then uh, we can. Uh, okay, I see what you mean. Well, yeah. you know, I might have to obviously cross your palm with suitable compens- compensatory me- curry. mechanisms. Buy curry and some and, and a few bits of paint. And Lovely. Sorted. Yes, I think that would be good um, to to have something nicely painted by, by me. So anyway, no, I'm just saying, just for. I'll yeah. show you, get get you, I'll get you sort of on the airbrush crack, and then be like, send 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 you off Jones in for more, and be like, you can buy them from here. Uh, the first the first one's always free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that is what we've all been up to. Some interesting stuff. We're all busy as bees. Yeah. Yeah. No games played. No. So what's our plans for next month? Come on then. I've already said mine. The phallax and the Ursaracs have to be done before I move on to more, what I consider more exciting things like putting together the Nightmare Axe and my super cool flyery thing. What about you, Chris? Yeah, it's just get this, try to get this demon army finished before the end of lockdown. Um, just because I think realistically I can do it because nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> other than than argue with my family on the internet about cakes um yeah or among us or i I wasn't involved in that so uh, yeah um it was yeah Yeah, i've been playing with my nephews their uh their their mother's gotten a bit paranoid about the possibility of uh not so very nice people using um the among us to uh to to do stuff so that's fucking ruined that isn't it it's all scaremongering oh you can't play that because someone not very nice might get might play it as well I see. yeah it's called world of warcraft yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called online gaming they keep, keep quirky conans they're chuffing everywhere so yeah. i've been playing it with my nephews on the uh on the nintendo anyway Wait. very good so what's next um, <laughs> Oh, Michael, well, what are you doing? Uh, Robin, me. Yeah, oh, yeah. What we're doing next month? Go on, Mike. Uh, me, I'm gonna, off the I'm, list. Do a bit more on the Zomortalis terrain. I, w- I think I want to get it done by the end of lockdown, so end of March, uh, possibly, probably by, by the time. <laughs> For now. For now, I reckon end of March. I want to get that t- Zomortalis. What I've got, the two by two, done. Although, it, although looking at it, it's going to be a very, very dense two by two. So it's probably more like three v three. Um just don't have the tiles for that and um i want to i've got a knight gallant that i built about two years ago and i'm like yeah he he needs to get he needs to get painted so i'm gonna paint that up as well for my uh knights and what have you does he sound french probably bonus easter egg for people who remember season two oh yes Uh, that's going back some time yeah jeez I can remember the very day that I listened to that episode. <laughs> Which was that, that one? Because uh, uh, did we let a stalker on the show? Do, no, yes. does, does yes, Night yes, Gallant sound, sound French? Because I was halfway through that, and when Stallard from the Gino emailed me saying, "We need someone to come and help with us at the weekend. You're not free, are you?" And this was like on a Thursday afternoon, and it was a case Friday. of yeah, I phone, phoning the missus and saying, "Do you you know how we're supposed to be doing this this weekend yet? Do you mind if I just..." Ooh, naff, off, naff off to Cheltenham for the weekend. <laughs> That's right, Knight Gallant. I can't help but say it. 
Okay, very good. Okay. Yeah, so I want to get I want to get that uh, I want to get that painted up for House Tyrannus. So it's been a while since I painted a knight. So nice to paint. I like them. Mm-hmm. Nice big model. Mm. And I'm going to finish the four Moirax. Good cool. stuff. The four Moirax of the apocalypse. I'm going to finish the four the four Moirax of the apocalypse. Very cool. Okay, okay. Well, that's that then. Shall we see what's going on in the State of the Union? Let's do mm. it. And now we move on to State of the Union. And what would an episode of Edge of Empire, Edge of Empire be without an attempt by Mr. B to squeeze in some cultists, and in this case, some hedonites <coughs> of Slanesh, for which, <laughs> for which the Blissbar marchers and Slangors might be as cool a basis for cultists or even demons. I would definitely say demons. Demons. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think cultists might be a, a, a stretch too right. far. For the, ar- the archers with a non-human skin tone—you've got perfect lesser demons there, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. Or, or even some um, what's it? Possessed? Is it possessed militia? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the, the slangles are just some of the nicest oh, yeah, demonic they models cool. they've made in yeah. ever. Yeah, they're bigger. just utterly stunning. Let's have a look. Oh yeah, there's some cool models there, aren't they? Really nice, yeah. actually. Uh, they are, I just. They're, uh, they're what Slanesh should always have been. They, they finally, the technology's finally caught up with the vision. Yeah. yeah I'm, not actually, I'm not a big fan of the angry chickens, but the Slangors. Yeah, the Slangors look stunning. You imagine units of 10 of them. They look wicked. Yeah. yeah totes. Totes, malotes. Like and totes, um, awesomes. So it just means now they've got to do the corn um, gores now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those Blissbar ones are nice. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily find anything at home for them anyway, but they're still quite cool. Oh, yeah, I was just thinking lesser demons. Yeah, lesser demons doing with a non-human skin tone. You've got uh, lesser demons, don't you? That's sorry, get you. Yeah, I'm with you. Very cool. Really cool. Definitely. That's the thing I love about militia and demons. There's so many options that you don't have to stick to. You know, you don't have to go. Oh well, my 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 troops all have to be you know blood letters or or whatever. You've got so many options, and it's very, very cool. I mean, the shard speaker, you know, if we were going to go down the cultist shoe in, there's somebody there, you know, make a good demagogue, wouldn't he? Yeah. 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 Okay, sold. You win. Okay, Okay. good shout, good shout. Um, Well, this is rather fortuitous. Um, With the forthcoming release of what Chris would dismiss as some Primaris nonsense. Because it is. Only how we had cultist nonsense. We now have Primaris nonsense. Warhammer Community published an article, which obviously I never would never read, which is the law behind, of course, my favourite unit, the Land Speeder. <laughs> Infamously yes. associated with Graham Mills, the Land Speeder. Forever and forever shall be. And the article's early early bits will be of interest to us, as it looks like the flying sofa mark of the Land Speeders, which is most familiar to us, to us heresy gamers. So there you go through the ages yep there it is the old flying sofa hasn't really changed much has it over the years they're, they're no, not in the face pattern 
It, yeah, it's. Um, oh, it's got storm it, speed. Oh, this is the Primaris nonsense one. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, as, yeah. It's not as ridiculous as the Dark Angel one before it, which for crying out loud. Oh, the Dark Angel one is something special. It's just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> oh, what, the, yeah, the big, the big kind of weird the flying, ch- the flying church with the like one, the one on the heavy bolter on it. The tank version. I love that version, and I was like. I reluctantly gave up my uh, Dark Angels 40k because I just wasn't getting the thing because I really wanted one of these and they never got one. But they just they are ridiculous. Yeah, like the um, the, the new Primaris nonsense one is almost got echoes of, dare I say it, Custody's design. Yeah, it's I was the, thinking it's got the, the it's got the two the two hole. The two holes on the side with the central bit. It's it's basically if you took a Caladius to a car compactor, yeah. and this is what you'd get out. Yeah. At the end Do of you it. remember the Land Speeder Tempest, which was like the closed cockpit version? The Forge yeah. Roll. Uh, yeah. This is gorgeous. Yeah. That's a little bit like the, the bigger one there. It's getting that way, isn't it? Yeah. It's funny how the Tempest isn't in this list. Like they've got the Forge World not in the first pattern one, but then in the Evolution they, they don't, don't have the Tempest. Yeah, they don't tell it anymore, do they? It's a oh, well, they should. They should do because it's ace. I think I've got a couple lying around somewhere, but yeah, like you do. Never been a big fan, but yes. Okay, right. Very Uh, good. Black Library did their year in review article for 2020. They didn't really touch on heresy much. They did talk about the Siege of Terror series a little bit. Um, Still, some great non-heresy books in there. So if you're looking for something to read, it it is worth taking a look at. But it's sort of like weird that heresy isn't getting that i suppose because we've got so little coming and it's in spits and sparts and last year was a bit weird because we were supposed to get because we only got one primark book and was it two or was it one siege of terror books Uh, two last year yes there wasn't a lot of heresy last year i don't think Still enough to crash the website, though, which you'd think that might be something that we would take notice of. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, well, it was a fix. It was all a fix. The echoing cries from around the world as uh, Uncle Vladimir was interfering again and Bill the Pony didn't win Model of the Year. And despite the best efforts of Greg at the Imperial Truth ringing up, just asking for 11,500 votes, that's all he needed to find. Yeah. Neither did the Lion. In fact, no heresy models got mentioned at all. Thrown uh, out by the... Heresy, the heresy system was impeached in the uh, model of the year uh, terms. That was very satirical. I love it. That's almost like the MASH report that you did yeah. on that one. There was very good. So, um, yeah, um... He did have a point, though, unfortunately, you know, um, a valid, not unfortunately, not unfortunate that he had a valid point, but um, the, the, the valid you know point what he made about, was... You know what they say about a broken clock? Glad you said that. One, that well, um, perhaps back. the community just needs to get behind one model and vote for it en masse to get the heresy a mention. You know, I'd like to think, you know, that in you some know, way we the, need uh, to be the balkans in the eurovision of model of the year and just yeah. all vote for the sit all pick one that's going to get our points this all we need is a model called year. heresy mcheresy face <laughs> david that amber is, in power i still that, think that the, I, I think what we should do next time around is all the heresy should basically vote for the whatever the arcot or bombard version is in 2021 and have that win and then uh, you know 
Well, yeah, because it was weird. It was like Greg had posted on Twitter, and then there was someone going, well, seeing as you said that, I'm going to vote for the Aqua to Bombard. And it was like, why? Why? Well, you know. Greg's trying to make a valid point. If we all vote for the Lion, which is undoubtedly, without, you know, question, the best heresy model of last year. um, Well, it's the sort of uh, people's front of Judea, Judean people's front thing, isn't it, really? Yeah. To go down the, yeah. he- like, go down the old know, um, like, Monty Python thing. If we all backed it, you know, maybe it might not have won, but it would have got a mention at least. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but, you know, what, what, what we've done is we've gone 48-52 and we're all in the midden now, you know. Mm. Oh, he's, he's still on, all firing on all satirical cylinders. Yeah, yeah. That's because I don't have any cylinders that aren't satirical. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, set, I mean, uh, sets mode to satirical. To be fair, when you look at the stuff that is featured, it's all it's all pretty good. I was surprised that I, I mean, I looked at it and was like, was there a model that they was there a model that was released last year that wasn't in the list? took me an hour to go through the bleeding list. I was like, oh, give yeah, up. I thought it was, oh, it's only yeah. going to be a selection of them, isn't it? And it no, it wasn't. Everything. It was literally... It was like 150 models in the list or so it, it felt like. It was like... Everything. Going through it took longer than watching Boogie Nights, which took like a fortnight. I still think Bill the Pony should have won. Well, clearly we're not alone in terms of our... Maybe a combined Middle-Earth heresy sort of, you know, rage Team against up. the machine for number one kind of rebellion could be enough you know to say next year just putting it out there yeah the specialist games of the world unite and overthrow the shackles of oppression if the specialist games of the world unite it'll be a middle earth one that wins yeah which is fine because they, they get some beautiful models they do fill the pony <laughs> harry goat leaf Oh, yeah. See, every, every time you say build the pony, all Tom I can Bombardier. think about is the in-betweeners movie and that woman saying feed the pony. And that's <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of. Feeding the pony. <laughs> Fair enough. Don't look that up in the Profanosaurus, folks at home. Feed the pony. Because you shouldn't have to. Yeah, okay. Who's next? He says. I look forward to this bit. Starting with the word C and Chris. What is this nonsense? (laughs) Yeah, this Uh, surprises me. This really surprises me. He wrote this himself. Uh, Uh, Right. We seriously have a long word with Mr. B about this. But anyway, if you really want some unusual models in your militia, check out Crooked Dice's new island priests. Feck. Drink. (laughs) I mean, I had to get them in somehow. Sisters of Silence. You you really didn't. (laughs) Would you like some tea, Emperor? I'm a sec. Go on. <laughs> For those of you who are from Ireland and think that we are taking the piss, just want to point it out there, this is the Ireland Priest from the very funny and uh, still incredibly amusing uh, Father Ted, yeah. who had been modelled in the glorious Technicolor. How on earth that would ever be in any heresy? I'll tell army. you what. I'll tell you what you could do. You could put some wheels on the side of Father Jack mm-hmm. and then roll him around as a high commander in your militia or something. Yep. The other three are a bit of a stretch, but Father Jack, you could do something with. I think that's true. I mean, or, I might I might pick them up to use as coaches for my Blood Bowl team, but they, yeah. they wouldn't oh, be yeah. like a militia. I could put a human nobility team on um, in wheelchairs, like in... Um... You could even do the team bus for them and get a milk I floating scale. I feel that there's thin ice here. Um, <laughs> where's, that ta- where's that tangent button? Tangent. <laughs> yeah. tangent. 
Okay. Uh, should be dangerous, shouldn't it? Danger. Should be dangerous. We need danger. Danger. Uh, okay. Store of birthdays will hopefully happen this year. Obviously, that goes without saying. There'll be no models for us heresy fans. There's a theme developing. But there will be other swag on offer. A backpack, a dice bag, and dice tray, which Michael feels all look very nice. So I think they look very nice. I find it hard to get excited about such things. Oh, I'll dice tray. Guy. Yeah, bags are right. Dice tray, same as um, any other million other dice trays, except it's got Warhammer <laughs> on it. And I mean, you get these for free, right? Or just you yeah, to pay. spend so much money. How much is so much money? I don't know. I mean, last year I got a bunch of um, models Coconuts. for people. Uh, uh, I got a bunch of the. Um, well, it was Black Library Day as well, so I got a bunch of uh, the special Space Marine Sergeant. Oh mod. yeah, I remember. Yeah. And I got a free bag and um, and uh, a uh, ammo box and a bunch of other stuff. And I, but I spent like 150 quid. So fair enough, free bag for 150 quid. If you're going to spend 150 quid anyway, yeah. not bad. Eh? Nice. All right. Cool. Good stuff. At least you get the art prints. They're quite nice. I'm glad oh. the dice tree isn't the big one again. It's one of those sort of softer ones. But yeah, yeah, it's a softer, yeah. more easy one. I, I do like my wooden one, but... Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, right. Um, we did mention them in new releases, but the Conquitar Terminator got an article on Warhammer Community, which they looked at the law behind the unit and gave us the rules too. Now, did, did someone say they've been FAQ'd in those rules? Because they didn't actually mention yeah. the article that they've been <laughs> changed. Yeah. yeah, their points are more expensive. Ah, are they now? Yeah, they're more expensive per model um, than they are in Book 9. And I can't... I think that was all I could find when I looked. Oh, replace the profile. Oh, so it's it's a full-on FAQ. Yeah, okay. Huh. Did somebody say we've got a full-on FAQ that I missed? (laughs) No. No, no, full-on, just for this unit. Just for this unit. It's an errata. uh, Back in the chair, Father Jack. Okay. Fair enough. They've they've changed the. the can we, do, changed can the we do, uh, just quickly find the the change? Yeah, yeah. Can check the, I'll tell you what. The, I'll tell you what the. Uh, let me just find my books. Yeah. car, come to cars, come to cars, and book nine uh, on page what he says. This is good radio. Uh, He's always enthralled. Man looks up thing on internet. <laughs> man, man looks up thing on book. The rules are absolutely fantastic. I mean, you get your um. Your Conquitar, the Conquitar are just phenomenal. Night Lords. So they were. I love them. So, yes, yeah, so they were 230 points. They're now 250 points. They are four points more expensive per model. It's uh, a number, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder why they did that then. I wouldn't yeah. exactly say they, they were like really OP. Oh, that's interesting, which I hadn't noticed. Go on. So, in Book 9, it says, Any Condacar might exchange the Heavy Flamer for a Volkite Cavator, plus 10 models each, plus 10 mm-hmm. points per model. Oh, well, so that's free. That's, that's not on the FAQ thing, is it? Yeah, there's free. It says in the war gear here, to the left, Heavy Flamer or Volkite. Ah, there you go. You see? Crack a joke. That's like a quids in, then, if you Quids in. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. Uh, in Plavka Advance, Night Lords, Chosen Warriors, Lords of the Night, Chamber, yeah, 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 other than that, all the same. 
Very good. Hey, fair enough. Okay, I mean, got uh, a finger on the pulse of the community. Oh, and they're both leadership nine. Contacars and the dissidents are now both leadership nine, as opposed to being eight and nine previously. Four points. That was meant. Cool. Yeah, that's it. So it's just a slight change to the points and slight change to the points. And one plus one leadership on the normal chaps. Free Volkite and things. free Volkite capital. Mm. Free but they Volkite, the best four points more expensive per month. Free Volkite. I guess with the new leadership there, they're they're, they're doing things a little bit differently. That's fair enough. Yeah. I, you mentioned that in the news, have I? <clears throat> We'll come to the, the end. Uh, okay, so... Uh, so yeah, those those uh, rather spiffing chaps at War Games Atlantic have teased their new cannon fodder troops. More militia, Michael. Um, these are basically um, press-ganked troopers, a bit like um, Penal Legion, basically, with the option to give them the shot collars as well, or detonation collars as they are in uh, the GW universe. But the renders look nice, Um had a look on the on the uh, War Games Atlantic website. How much would three hundred cost? Yes. Do they look suitably Nuremberg?an Yes. Um, the bald-headed ones look like a weird cross between Vladimir Putin and Dave Batista. Um, the dream which, combination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, it, I've got. There's no indication that I can see on price as yet. Okay. Um, there's some suspiciously large foreheads and boiler suits, so they're obviously looking at pinching some uh, Gene Steeler cult um, uh, spending. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they've they've got the shot collars on there. Then you've got the option for uh, uh, Yushanka hats, the kind of Russian Yushanka hats, and then there's some sort of pith helmet typey type arrangements on them as well. And hashtag not lasguns honest. Last time, last guns, last guns, honest. Yeah. Um, Five pounds, Graham. Sorry. If the pricing is like their other ranges, of three hundred and twenty-five pounds. For three hundred of them. Mm-hmm. Pound a model, roughly. Uh, well, unsurprisingly, that's cheaper than Krieg. So's heroin. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, but these are only th- these are obviously only renders. Um, I'll reserve final judgment to see if the plastics live up to the renders. Very but good. They, these these do look nice. I quite like them. To be fair, that everything else they've done has been the Gronyard stuff they've done looks pretty cool, and um, they did the um, Eisenkern, didn't they? Yeah, as well. So um, and they're yeah. do- and they're doing for there's lot they do lots of options for again. You want to go do that militia? You got. You know, if you want to do some adapt- adaptations and stuff. I mean, um, Pete the Wargamer did a while back with the Les Gronyards. He did converting them into into Krieg, and it was really, really good. So, yeah, they are fantastic. And I love their, uh, you know, completely unrelated, but I do like their um, uh, grip, their First World War Germans. Mm-hmm. I've never seen those in plastic before. So, Joy. Anyway. Cool, cool. They are cool, cool. We've got loads of stuff here. We're going to be here all night. Okay. The Black Library celebration is happening again this February, although most likely it will be online. Uh, we're getting nothing, so let's just move on to the next thing. Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll still give out the free book with hopefully, as usual, a heresy story on it, but that's about it, really. But that gets heresy name out there in the, in the setting, so that's good. Nice. Um, the latest, only to one previous comments about provision of servers, the latest financial results for Games Workshop are in, and despite the stores being closed, sales were up 26% as people clamoured for stuff during lockdown, which is That's remarkable. Impressive. Remarkable. Remarkable. Under a pandemic. I suppose people have got more time, more time to paint. What is interesting, I suppose, is that do you think, and I'm going to be super cynical here, I guess, if sales are up and there's no stores, why have the stores? Is that bad? They've always run the stores as lost leaders. Well, they traditionally ran the stores. You've got to have a presence on the high street because you're going to get those, you know, early teens that go past and go, oh, what's this? Get dragged in. And then, you know, that's it. Hooked. The stores are recruitment centres. They're not yeah. your primary sales channel. They're a recruitment centre. That's fair yeah. enough. Good, good answer. Um, they're, they're gateway drug dealers. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, The Guardian, of course, we are the Guardian reading uh, metropolitan elite that we are. Left-leaning intelligentsia elite. I don't know what you mean. That's, that's us. <laughs> um, the Wait, Guardian article. Don't read the Daily Mail. The Get Guardian out. article. Do you know what I use the Daily Mail for? As paper <laughs> oh. to spray on. <laughs> I do as well. It's, it's cheap I as I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even use yeah, it for I that because it involves buying even. it in the first place. No, when, I, when I mean spray on, I don't mean paint. <laughs> buying it in the first place. Mm, misses. Um, it, it's the, hard though because it's like the eye paper as well is, is owned by the Daily Mail as is the Metro. So, you know, give them money. In the, print print media is dead. Right. The yeah. Guardian article got a lot of slack. Slack? Dick, slack. I think it's supposed to be stick. Got a lot of slack. Yes, sick. Sorry. I've got a lot of stick. They did say that most kits cost £100 and paints were £10. So that's a good piece of research. Um, they did I guess retract it, though. I, I had a lot Those of in the London bubble think money differently. That's the rest of us. Well, clearly, that was your thing about Londoners. Right. Oh, Biting. Biting satirical. Brutal. And they subsequently updated the article on January 13th to update and clarify what they said about prices. If you're going to talk about a company doing well, you'd think somebody would put, you know, I mean, you go on the website, you don't have to go into the shops. You can't even go into the shops if you wanted to. Come on, have a word with yourselves, The Guardian. Yeah. Interesting fact from that article that with the way the share prices have gone and how GW have done basically since Kevin um, Andre took over, mm-hmm. it, it officially makes them the most successful British company of the last decade. Yep. Doesn't surprise me, right? Man- magnificently great story. Yeah, I mean, and they are, they're, they're worth, they're worth, was it three times as much as the entire British fishing industry? But yeah. I bet there's, I bet there's no clauses in any, they, in they, any agreements on that. Their turnover is three times the fishing industry. But the actual what they actually put into the economy is not quite the yeah, same. They don't, they don't it's a lot more the same It's a lot more complex, or, you know, than. than but even so, but like yeah. Anyway, a great British success story, one of the few uh, in the manufacturing industry. So we should celebrate it wholeheartedly. Absolutely. Uh, coming soon list for Black Library is updated and shows the paperback edition for Saturnine is coming at the end of January. In fact, it's going up for pre-order at time of recording. Um, the Saturday following time of recording, um, which is great for those collecting the uh, paperback versions. 
And we're also getting a new Primarchs uh, anthology called, uh, similar to Signs of the Emperor, Sons of the Emperor, this time titled Blood mm. of the Emperor. We don't know what's in it. We don't know if this is new stories like the, they were, but one can imagine this was commissioned originally uh, for the to, to be exclusive to events like the previous anthologies were. You better have the Lightning Tower in it. <laughs> well, they all had new stories in them. And yeah, but the, very... yeah, they've got to put the Lightning Tower in it now. It's it's just become like a it's it's like also oh, now a manatee joke. They've got to put the Lightning Tower in. Yeah, but yeah, so we've all got that coming, and. Uh, the standard edition of Lufa, First of the Fallen, they're both coming in March sometime. So I- I've heard very good things about Lufa. So I'm, I'm, I actually am looking forward to that. Uh, well, Saturday we had the preview, didn't we? Yeah. The, the Dead and Divine, the Dead and the Divine Warhammer Studio preview. So um, neither of the title articles relating to um, anything we do in any way. It was. Um, some slanesh and some uh, vampires, but we did see. I don't think they had any slanesh in there. Um, no, there was a few bits of the um, headonite, new headonite stuff as well. Um, was there? Oh, I can see. Yeah, that. there was one or two bits in there, I think. Okay. Um, uh, or am I getting it confused with the kangaroo cab for the elves? Who's getting the, the, the high elves? I think you're confusing the two things. Yeah, well, yeah, they might be conflating. They're the not two. kangaroos. Oh no, they're the Gallimimus cavalry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but the thing that's relevant to us, anyway, before we go off on that dinosaur, dinosaur high elf tangent, yes. um, is the Warmaster Titan for Adeptus Titanicus, which will be discussed in more detail in Engine Kill. And they showed off there's going to be a new book, Loyalist Legios, which I'm guessing will add on, expand, and repeat a lot of the stuff from the existing source books. But will be easier for people getting into the game. They're not going to be six books behind. If you're going to play yeah. le- play loyalist, you buy the rule book and you buy the loyalist legio book. Yeah, this is so the That's um, I will be pre-ordering that the second it goes on. Yeah. Pre-order, so I like that anyway. Nice. Very I like cool. the I like the fox the fox fella wherever he is. Oh, the, what is it with high elves being furries? It's like seriously, you've got like giant cow demons. You've got I, see, I thought it looked goat. You've got dinosaur cavalry, and now you've got a guy who looks like he's advertising Foxy Bingo, but he's got a bow and arrow. And it's like, <laughs> it really is like literally the design studio went on a trip to the zoo. They couldn't decide on what the favorite animal was, but they started on the new high elf range. Notice the lack of manatees, to be fair. The, well, the, the manatee issue will be addressed forthwith, I believe. I think so. There, actually, there were, there is that. I did see this on Crusade and Heresy, so I can't take any potential credit. Uh, that vampire hunter chap, Yeltsin mm-hmm. Darok, potential proto-inquisitor. Yes, beautiful model. Yeah, I really like him. I think he's really cool. Yeah. Um, and so potentially something you could use as a force commander for a... And that grave digger, definitely demon. Definitely, 100% demon oh, or demagogue-style thing. So that's... Um, there are some models there you could... I think even I wouldn't bat an eye to that. But yeah, that one, that sort of screaming... Screaming fella with the big spade. Mm-hmm. He looks like he means business. Yeah, Del Toro esque chap. It is Del Toro. That's what I was. That's, thank you, Rob. That's what I was looking for. Very cool. Okay. Right. Awesome. Very cool. Oh, um, yeah, you talk about the big time in the time thing. Right. Fine. Yeah. 
Would you want to talk about it now? Because no, obviously that would just be me and Mr. Fine. B. You, you can do that. No, go on. Go on. No, it's nice, isn't it? You, there's things you want to say. No, I'm just saying it's nice. That's all it I'm saying. Nice. I, I like it. It's just getting a weird amount of stick. I don't know why. But it's a bit know. busy. It's a bit busy. To quote Bill Bailey, it's a bit busy. I think it's all right. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to probably get one, even though I've never played the game. I've to play a lot of it. Just the right amount of crazy for uh, I, Big Titan. I would swap the armpit missiles and use spare um, it, missiles from uh, carapace missiles from the plastic warlord. I think I it can think, have other things in those. Um, yeah, but just for launchers, I just think it, it's lacking something on its shoulders. Um, I, I, for me, that that there's there's, a, there's that kind of empty space. I'm like, no, Titans have weapons on the carapace on the top. This one doesn't. It looks weird. Mm, fair point. Those guns look mean. Whatever but they those, are. those plasma those plasma guns is like. <laughs> yeah, they're like. Yes, I'll have some of that. Leveling shots, aren't they? Yeah, very cool. Looks good in Lee Mortis. So yes, one for me, I think. Cool. Very cool. I want to see uh, Mr. Woodsmith gets one in his um, Furians. The second of the two helmets is the better one, though. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the sort of that weird one, but the one that looks more knighty. That's yes, the, the knightly one looks good. The, the Dali esque one looks like it's melted. I'm not a massive fan of. Uh, Bit too, bit too much going on. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh, the UK Games Expo announced tentative dates for 2021, those being 30th of July to the 1st of August. Much later in the year, both vaccine programme as well, and hopefully we'll get to go to this amazing show again. Never been to one. When you say we, do you mean you, Michael? Mr. You mean Michael, yes. yes. Well, I'll always go to the UK Games Expo, but Games Workshop are a primary advertiser now, and they have shown off heresy stuff there, so... Tenuous, fair enough. We'll allow it. They show um, stuff off there, and they're one of the main sponsors. So, if we want the, you know, they want them to take heresy seriously, then that's uh, you know, get them to show this this stuff. Okay. Plus, um, it was how Pete got his um, land speeders. Yes, uh, he got his Kazagans there, didn't he? Yeah, because I was I was there, and I was like, hey, Pete, they've got them on sale here, and he was like, right, I'm getting in the car now. What <laughs> he was literally there at opening. To, to get them the King Bean King Bean um, Sean Bean's cousin um, our, one of our major non-sponsors of the show P-Works have released an amazing new piece of tabletop wargaming starter set so this this thing gives you everything to turn a table into a proper gaming table neoprene mat NDF terrain and coming in at a bargain price they're a, cracking i had a look at them earlier brilliant six, these six by four starter set is rocking in at around the 190 euro mark and there are four different stars to choose from so yeah we should definitely get these folks to sponsor to talk about every week yeah because they do are, some great stuff these are cracking i had a look on these when i was going through the the notes and for the six before they're um the advertised one like um it's a starter set Wasteland for um yeah starter set Wasteland the six before 190 euros mm-hmm. like there's it's two versions of it aren't there as well that's quite yeah yeah it's like the yeah, different sizes different like, sizes and then four different styles oh sorry yeah, yeah four, they're four, yeah. four by six yeah. they're cracking the they really are cracking good. yeah this not that's nice isn't it? the industrial starter set 161 uh, yeah English pounds yeah uh, like if nice. if you go for the oh, like the little sorry. one the little one, the 22 by 30 inch, you know, that new completely arbitrary size that GW have invented. It's like 71 euros. It's like, what's that, like 55, 60 quid? 70 or 80 pounds, I think. Now. 
No, seven, it's only seventy-one euros. Oh well, no, it's, yeah, the yeah. way things are, the way things are going, that's going to be yeah. like you know yeah, seven hundred yeah. pounds or something. But um, thanks. Four, four rats and a couple of stoats. Thanks for that. Um, the fifty-two percent of you, but uh, hey, engaged. Who'd have thought um, it's not actually working out like you were told it would four years ago? But you know. Um, okay. Okay. Well, anyway, now we managed to segue some more, <laughs> some more <laughs> Elton-esque uh, satire into our discussion. Definitely worth a buy if you're starting out on a on a set. Yeah, definitely. I think definitely it's a good good way to go. Yeah, get on the phone. How much would we'll it get be? Some going, sponsorship. Yeah, how much would Games Workshop be comparable terrain prop just for the terrain, not the map? Michael, is that about? I'm asking you like you can just rattle it off the top of your head. Probably about twice well, built the price. off of it. Probably yeah. for a comparable amount of terrain. It's plastic, not MDF, so I suppose there's that. Two fifty, three hundred. It's a little bit easier now because they do this um, starter set. I think it's at like ninety quid. So maybe, probably about two. If you get some of them and a couple other bits, maybe about two fifty, three hundred okay. quid. Plus forty so, quid for a six before mat. So you're looking yeah, at three hundred. Yeah. The, the, the beauty of this is is obviously because it's all set stuff they're able to do it at a cheap price so yeah. this is i mean this is ideal for clubs in that you know if someone's starting up a club right we'll just buy one of these every month and that's a complete table done that is a very good point or if you were running say an event with 30 or 40 tables and you was from scratch that would be yeah. much even this it's expensive when you think about it that way isn't it yeah but 30 or 40 tables that's still but realistically, that's, that's still, that's still okay. cheap if you're getting mats and um, and the terrain. Yeah, this yeah. is this is this is a fantastic, absolutely fantastic deal. Um, I think it's 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 great because at the end of the day, and the fact they offer it in the different sizes. And let's face it, I think a lot of us are playing games at home right now. Mm-hmm. I know I am. We well, want we playing them anywhere else. Yeah, you know, smaller sizes are going to be perfect. To be honest, speaking of sizes, I'd love to see I'd love to see Forge World come out with a little a little you know rough sort of guide on to play on the smaller size for Heresy, like you know play on this yeah. size table, keep it to five hundred yeah. or whatever. Kill team kind of thing, or yeah, like a, yeah, yeah Centurion even. Don't they have Centurion? Venge- Vengeance in victory. It's in book four. Problem is, book four costs as much as a reasonably sized house or a Indeed. whole six by four set of terrain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Next on. Um, the Metro, which is a free paper they give out in a lot of urban areas in the UK, um, did an article on why is why now is a great time to get started with Warhammer. It was all right, but there were loads of, you know, you're just reading it and you're thinking, yep, that doesn't exist in Warhammer. That's never existed in Warhammer. Why are you mentioning that? That game doesn't even exist anymore. What's it was right to- when it said that Infinity is ridiculously complicated, though. Yeah, it was that. But then it was like, <laughs> and if you're looking for a competitor to Blood Bowl, there's always Guild Ball. Guild Ball was discontinued last year and you can't get it for love nor money. Because it was 120 quid a team. It was uh, it was crazy. They just gave up on it, did uh, mm. games. They were like, it's not making us as much money as Resident Evil, so we'll stop making it. Oh, yes, yeah. fair enough. Seems um, to be fairly sound business logic, that, to be fair. It was an all right article and it was like, it got, you know, there's a hobby side and it's great. And there's stuff like this, you know, it's about as much as a PlayStation game. And it was like, actually that's not a bad written article, but then it just, the details weren't quite right. And it's like, well, if, if we're looking at it from the inside, you know what I mean? (laughs) We are to be fair. We are to be fair. I'm sure if we decided to publish a newspaper, we'd get a few things a bit wrong. 
Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's it's like, like you say, I think the point is we do a podcast, we get a few things wrong, so let's not uh, <laughs> get everything. Hobby goes mainstream.com, yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. It's all, it's all <laughs> Henry Carvel's fault, yeah, it's all it is, it's all Superman's fault. Yeah. Um, but um, right, can we get him Mike, on the show, do you reckon? Henry Cavill, not a chance. I think we should ask him. He was over in uh, he was over in Cumbria uh, a few months yeah. ago. Uh, a few um, a few Heresy players I know over there did bump into him in a pub, but nobody was apparently nobody was brave enough to go near him. I'm surprised. Well, that's fair enough. Well, he was dressed yeah. as um, Geralt, so. Well, yeah, well, that's going to do it then, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, if, if he was, I would have gone up to him and gone, "Does it make? Did it make any more sense for you making it as it did for me watching it, <laughs> not having played the games and nobody telling me that it was basically in a more confused timeline than Pulp Fiction?" I really enjoyed it. Um, I did. did. We thought it was brilliant, but we were like, "Haven't we seen this person? Weren't they old? Aren't they dead? What's going on?" It's just me on a morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would so, go yeah. up to him and say, "Hello, Henry. So, how's your customers coming along?" Yes. You know, and that, I think that would be like a bit of an icebreaker because he'd be expecting me to ask him about, you know, all no, the films. We, or, we should have got him on this one. That's exactly what we could have brought him on the show, especially as uh, our guest. He has over lockdown become like the king of nerds. He's like yeah. filming himself. Oh, they're building my computer. And it's like, oh, wow, this is cool. I'm making custodes. To be fair, the wife did link this podcast on his Twitter feed to he say, did. hey, if you're bored, you can always listen to these guys. So, you know, he could be listening right now. Could be. Could I doubt it. We could send us a message, Henry. We'd love, you have, love to have you on, Chief. We could put the title as, like, Henry Carville's Custodies, you know, for the thing, and then he might listen to it. Imagine that. I'd love to, I, I'd love to see what his army list is. Right, because that's it. I'm going to send him. I'm going to tag him in an Instagram post now <laughs> um, so someone else can read the last one because it's about them filthy bet, dark angels, I'm, so I'm not reading it. I'd love to see the power game. I'd love to see his um to see his uh, to see his army list because when you look at the, some of the stuff he posts about video games, it's like he properly properly plays them for the plot. So I can imagine his army list is going to be very fluffy, but very we're going to Valdor in there. Yeah, it's got Valdor. Okay, that's <clears throat> questions that will remain unanswered as Rob frantically tries to tag him into this. Um, so I'll fill in for Rob a few. Yeah, you fill in. Interesting videos from Warhammer TV this month on YouTube. The first two being about building and painting quickly. And we also got Base Guide for Horrible Nurgly Words. Worlds, that's a mouthful. And Dark Angels. Oh, the two separatists, of course. Um, video which has shown how to paint Heresy Era Black and Bone of Deathwing. Oh, that's useful. That is useful. So there you go. You need to know that. That's Very how cool. you do it. And I suppose we should probably mention that uh, it's big news, but I haven't really mentioned it in the thing. But Anuj uh, 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 has left uh, Games Workshop now. Oh, is that, yes. is that this month? Yes, he's, yes, he's gone to Creative Assembly, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, he's gone to Creative Assembly. He's now working on video games, which means that clearly, um, you know, Total War Horus Heresy is confirmed. 100%. They're recruiting a lot of people. Oh. Just that put it out there. If you fancy a job in Horsham. Creative yeah. assembly uh, recruiting. Oh, good for him. He's, he's gone. He's gone there. I don't know what he's doing. Probably writing because that's what he's good at. He'll but. be a, he'll be in the narrative, I suspect. Or he could be in the game design section, of course, as well. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome for him. You know, it's great. I mean, um, as as he was saying, he now gets to uh, talk about the stuff as a fan, which is great, and not get abuse from everybody yep. until he until he releases his first game. 
Yeah. And then, and then. I'll be watching you this way. And then, oh my abuse. god, man, they could have FAQ'd it. Yeah. yeah. At least you can patch it, I suppose. That's one thing you can do with games. Yeah. Anyway. He's a he's a he's a good lad. He's a news. I do I do like news. So. Yeah, I think it's a it's a you know hat, passing the torch on to the next bearer. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Well, who knows? Okay, cool. Uh, what we'll do now is we'll run into uh, engine kill. Okay, and uh, now we're going to talk through Engine Kill and uh, got a couple of, uh, you know, we probably should think of a new name for this section because that's what Warhammer Community call it. And, I don't know. Whoa. Uh, I don't know. Right, change, well, that was... change is bad. What would you call it? Greg's already got full. <laughs> um, I don't know, actually. Interesting, I think. Machine Spirit. Machine spirit, uh, awakened machine spirit, or yeah, some of that. Well, I was thinking awakened machine spirit. Awakened. Yeah, yeah. Okay. On air production, always a winner. Uh, yeah, exactly. It works. It works. It works. Okay, so yeah. shall we? Shall we take a look at the uh, the the engine kill uh, the, the 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 news for Titanicus this month? Yeah, we had December's engine kill article from Warhammer Community, which made Mister B a very happy little soldier. Very right. to Legio Ignatum. Yeah. much beloved uh, titans of, of of much destruction yeah. um last little article uh, looked at all the major actions that the leisure are involved in during the heresy and also tantalized us with the uh, re-release of the um transfer sheet for ignatum as well yeah how could they not <laughs> well, exactly. I'm sure they're sick of getting all the messages from everybody going, can we have this please, can we have this please, can we have this please? Gives hope that the others will come back. Yeah, don't see why not. Um, but, um, yeah, it's very cool. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, the thing I like about the article is they've got some cool artwork. <clears throat> they do, they do. Well, they, 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 are, the, uh, they are the first, ty- uh, are they the first? The one of the first. But definitely, uh, definitely one of, my, well, definitely my favourite. I just love that colour scheme. Mm. Yeah, they are super cool. Super, super cool. All right, then. Cool. Um, okay. And White Dwarf this month, the January, actually had uh, some a decent Titanicus article. Oh, well, it doesn't have decent t- 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 articles in it, but uh, Rob Crouchley and Stephanie Burton uh, went through the various different maniples um, available for Titanicus and a sort of bit of a rundown of them, which is really, really, really handy. Um, so that was quite quite really cool i mean basically spoke about the the different maniples in there and it was like yeah that's that's a really really good article definitely something i would recommend going out and grabbing um just reading here you know they you know they they go through a lot of the a lot of the maniples that are in there to to give an idea and it's sort of like yeah that's that's a really good thing it's something that we've been talking about doing the titan death legion so yeah that's it change it up but no it's, it's good that you know Actual useful articles, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, White especially for this this show because it's not often that we get to reference White Dwarf or something, so that's good. No, it isn't, unfortunately. Anyway, uh, so what about the the, the next Warhammer community? <clears throat> well, us, yeah, they gave us a look at the well, sort of slightly more in depth look anyway. 
to into the Warmaster Titan, the new big daddy. Oh yeah. And like isn't he just? He is. I mean, I know Rob's not entirely keen on the shoulder. I mean, I think he looks. I think it looks a great model. I think it's I'm sure it's going to be a pain in the ass to assemble, though. Yeah, I just hope that those weapons and the shoulder pads, because obviously the article mentions, hey, the uh, the essentially the 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 shoulder weapons can be swapped out because you've got the um, you can yeah. chop out for infernos, laser destructors, uh, me- mega bolters, melt yeah. cannons, but, you know, but yeah, loads of stuff you can swap it out for. So I I hope they're magnetizable. Yeah, I should think. I imagine it's just like an insert, I guess. Yeah. Um. Uh, I wonder how that's be. I mean, they, they they're pretty good at making sure that everything else is magnetizable. So. Yeah. But yeah. No. He's uh, 850 points plus the weapons. I mean, he's. It's not going to be a cheap thing to run, given that you know. No. Let's have a look. Carapace launches 50 points. That's 900 already. I mean, you can get a thousand. Probably just over a, around a thousand points all in. Yeah, he he's gonna be big. You're yeah. not gonna. I don't think you're gonna see him in many games. Uh, unlike a, a warlord, which you could easily fit, you know, two into a standard yeah. game, maybe even three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, someone rocks up with one of these, and you know, a, a couple of warlords. It, it's gonna be the equivalent of bringing the typhon, isn't it? I think that's gonna be the. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's only what. There's not. I mean, it, it's it's not going to be game breaking because it's gonna you can take that down. You can definitely take that down. It's, I mean, you can, but it's going to take some work because some work. it is that it's got a bit more armor, it's got a um, bit more protection um, all round, really. So yeah, I mean, it's got what what have we got there? Six servitor clades, um, decent armor. It's yeah, it, it's survivable, but you're not going to have a lot else in your army. So you're going to be depending on this so very much. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it, it, it's a, everything works around it. It's, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I definitely will be interested to see what, what we can get out of this. So, but it's a, I, I really like the look of it actually, to be honest. Yeah. I mean the, um, I like the idea of the ancillary react system. You've got the two options for that, which is quite cool. It's not just one thing. Um, you know, venting plasma on a two plus instead of a four plus, that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, it's got got a lot going for it. But yeah, it's kind of fun model to to make and build. But I doubt anybody will have more than one. Yeah, I mean, it certainly more than one in a legio. I imagine you know there'll be. Yeah, just... you've got a couple of legios. You'll probably want one of these. But if you just got one legio, I can't see you buying more than one. No. But I, yeah, I like it. Yeah, love it. I think he's just wonder if they'll ever release it in 28 mil. No, I mean, I, I can't imagine the Warlord's been a big seller for them. And that's, you know, that's a, noticeably smaller than this. In, uh, yeah, a lot smaller. Yeah, so uh, I think I, th- I think your, your dream may, may go unrealised, my friend. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, shall we uh, crack on with the uh, firebrands well, then? So- we, should, we should also mention the fact that we got told that we're going to get the Legio's book. Oh, yeah, Legio's book. Oh, we did mention that in... Yeah, I, did, I didn't bring any. Yeah, no, oh, so, uh, I wonder what this will... 
I wonder what the crack is. Are they going to redo some of the Legios, or are they just going to collect all the rules together? Well, I think it's a bit of tidying up as you go along. You know, I can't That's imagine them. integrating some FAQs. Maybe we'll get some more Legios as well. Yep, hopefully. Maybe some loyalist specific maniples. Never know. Well, one doesn't like to dream for too much because you know. Yeah. It, it, it often never happens. Indeed. But you know, it's it's it's. It's a good idea. It saves me having to buy all, all of the different rule books if they don't want to, you so. see? Yeah, because I've got so many rule books and the rules are split over there. Yeah. And another one on the way as well, because that'll be book number six. Something like that. Yeah. It's a good book, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no complaints. Anyway, yeah, so now we'll grab on to um, Legio Ataris, the firebrand. So um, I'll, I'll run through the fluff and then we'll start cracking on with the crunch but yeah the firebrands hail from phaeton which after mars was the most productive of all the forge worlds but they were kind of fiercely independent so there were huge tensions with mars so a bit like scotland really i guess <laughs> and it nearly ended up in war between the two forge worlds uh, in the end phaeton tithed a third of its mili- military might to mars but instead of actually sending them to mars they basically decided to send them on a ransom vector um, into space where they eventually came across and founded the forge world of Atar Median, where Legio Ataris was formed. So there is a bit of distrust between them and the Martian loyal legions, but not like so much. In the Great Crusade, they, the, one of the most famous battles was the War of the Shedium Drift, where the Warmaster used them to make a diversionary attack. Uh, so they were a sacrificial pawn. And when they requested help from Legio Mortis and Furians, uh, they just ignored them. And the Demio Legios suffered atrocious losses, uh, forming a grudge uh, uh, that the Firebrands never, ever forgot. Um, at Istvan V, they were the first Loyalist Legio to make groundfall, uh, planetfall, sorry. And they marched to settle the score with Legio Mortis. So the names of the Titans uh, that were there, they inflicted great losses on the traitors. And they, they right in the 41st millennium, have kept those names in service uh, by recommissioning them every time one is lost. So they uh, definitely are a grudge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, that's the best way to do it. If you can keep a grudge for 10,000 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hats off. Definitely. So what about their Legio traits then? So, yeah, Legio traits. Uh, uh, so they get the... Seizing the initiative Legio trait. Uh, in the first round of the battle, a force that contains at least one Firebrand's maniple, and that's the key bit, uh, may re-roll the dice roll to determine who will choose the first player, but only if they rolled lower than their opponent. If they win the roll, then they must nominate themselves as the first player. Yeah, so gives you a little bit more control, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Which is it's kind of a pattern, I guess, going through their stuff. So... Um, what I'll do is I'll just sort of talk through their first stratagem, which, eh, is to be honest, that one's a bit meh, but I think their second one is really good. Uh, the first stratagem is Impestuous uh, Machine Spirit, and it costs one stratagem point, and when a Firebrand Titan needs to roll on the Awakened Machine Spirit table, you can display that you can sort of use this stratagem, and you apply the Impestuous result instead. Imp- impetuous my friend the word you're looking for is impetuous and i put impestus Uh, (laughs) i'm a terrible speller um okay and you roll uh d6 plus two inches 
rather than just d6 inches so to determine the distance moved so i suppose it's handy if you if you use it because then you can avoid the lost activation rather than you know getting something you don't want yeah yeah i mean it's it's certainly worth um like i say it's not knock it out the park but it's it's useful yeah um and that extra two inches it's pretty good uh, so it's a d6 roll so you know you could end up just going one so if you've got a minimum of three at least it's worthwhile exactly so what about the really good one the The really (laughs) so maniple of one and that costs two points to use uh, this treasure can be purchased by any Legio Ataris player. The Firebrands player may reveal this treasure at the beginning of any round. For the duration of that round, one Titan and their force may gain the benefits of any manable trait normally available to the Firebrands. Note that while this treasure is in effect, the chosen Titan loses any other manable trait it might have and does not count as being part of any other manables. Yeah, so I had a look through the other maniples. Now, the only ones that I can see used for them, because a lot of the maniples depend on interactions with another Titan. Yeah. So when I was looking at that, you're really looking at, you've got the Corsair, Myrmidon, Janissary, Ferox, Lupercal, Ruptura, uh, are really being the only ones. But I like the idea of um, using uh, the Ferox one, which is Knife Fighters. Because that's a plus one on armor rolls, and it swaps weapon skill and ballistic skill within when you're within two inches. So you get a reaver up there with a chain fist. Yeah, Sorry. That'll that'll, that'll do a number. Yeah, exactly. So that's really really handy. Gives a nice bit of flexibility to the video. Uh, That's a cool art. Yeah, having a look. I'm just no, I was just. Look at the Corsair one because that that bit of movement could be quite useful. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. If you've got a reader. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, there are quite a few. It's a it's a card to have up your sleeve, I think. Definitely, you, you get, I don't. I throws in some. I it definitely throws in some unpredictability. Yeah, because if you you know you haven't got to declare it before the game, you know you you can. Swiss Army knife it basically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, right, okay. So, in terms of specific war gear, I think they're a bit disappointing. Really, they've got the Infernus missiles, so not that powerful. They cost fifteen points. When fired, you take a five-inch template, put it under the target. Anything standing there at the end of the turn takes a strength four hit to the legs. I mean, that's not going to do much. That's not even barely going to hurt a warhound. I don't think it, it even touch. ignores ignores. Uh... Unit takes one hit for the person. Five inch blast marker under the unit and then phase takes a straightforward hit, ignoring void shields and iron shields. So, yeah, it's not bad. You know, it's not bad. Yeah, I just think until you start getting damage on the structured table, it's not really gonna. It's it's a it's a late in the game weapon. Hey, I'll do something tonight, though. Yeah. 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 Um, what about the personal traits, then? What, what, what have you got out there? Uh, right, okay. So we get so the number one on the D3 roll. Uh, headstrong. In the end phase, the Princeps Senoris may choose not to discard any orders issued to their Titan, in effect carrying forward order onto the following round without the need to make a new command check. Now that's no. 
cool, sh- shutdown orders and other effects that change Titan's current order are still applied as normal. Yeah. Now, now this sounds really, really cool, but all I'll say is, wait, what else is what? What else is there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you want a guaranteed sort of first fire two rounds ago, you know. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. But it, it, it's it's great. But then it's look look at what else they've got. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, want to, do you want to do the next one? Yeah, unconventional thinking. I love this one. When an enemy titan declares an action in the movement or combat phase, your princeps can move d6 in any direction and rotate up to 90 degrees. But you can only use it once per game, which is which is the the, the big letdown of it. But you can um, use that to if you've got someone like coming at you, going to fire at you immediately. Right, I'm retreating. I'm uh, uh, I'm getting out of the way, or you can move in closer to the enemy, or even duck into cover. So yeah. you're messing up your opponent's well-laid plan. So it's, again, it's it's again with that unpredictability that the lead that the lead you have. I love this trait. I think it's yeah. fantastic. I mean, like you said, if someone charges at you, um, you know, sidestep and then sort of ninety degree side on at them. You know, just unleash hell. I mean, I think it's pretty useful yeah definitely definitely uh, and then what about the last one chris yeah so we have the shedim drift veteran during the combat phase the princess may choose one of their titans weapons any armor rolls resulting from hits by the weapon can be re-rolled this round if the princess targets a titan from the death's head or tiger's eyes lesions then hits from from all of the princess titan weapons may re-roll their armor rolls on there's the- that there's that grudge roll yeah, but on the one hand, that doesn't sound like it's like, oh, okay, yeah, just two specific legions. I think how many legions of how many Mortis and, and Tiger Eye players are there out there? Yeah, exactly. Death's head, probably, but yeah. Tiger, Tiger's eyes, lots of them around. I'd say and, they're yeah. the two most popular. Um, they're definitely the two most popular um, traitor legions. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think I think that's actually a really handy one there. Yeah, yeah. it's definite. Um, the free rolling armor rolls, you know, that's always a, a win. I would probably be more inclined, you know, if I if I had a sort of a choice of three, I would probably go for the second one. Yeah, unconventional. Um, oh. Yeah, because you can sort of lull people into traps and things with it. It's it's. It's a it's a good strategic um strategic trait to use, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um okay, so in terms of appearance, um we are looking at well we've actually got a painting video for them on Warhammer TV. There's not much us going through, but the basic colour scheme is dark red and bone, which is actually really nice. So uh, with silver trim. So yeah. yeah, we'll put a link up to that painting video in the show notes. Um and they do they did get a color transfer sheet, but it's sadly long out of print by, by at least a year. So Well, but, you never know. If uh turn. Yeah, if if Ignatum are getting it again, then you know, we can but hope. Yeah, yeah. It'd be tempting to see if someone could design some basic logos that I could then turn into black um printable printable transfers that people could download. Yeah. Be in trouble. <laughs> oh yes. I think that's the key part there, without getting you in trouble. Without getting me in trouble, because they're copyrightable. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, awesome, cool. Uh, okay, so what what do you think about what would you pick for a legio manipulus? I mean, yeah, do you know what? I, I think they're, they're a good all rounder. There's nothing. I mean, the Corsair one, that extra bit of movement again, um, and with that uh, unconventional thinking, I think that's a, a, a nifty little combo to be had there. Yeah. Um, nothing really sort of jumped out of me as like, this is the one that would make this army tick over. Yeah, it's just they're really, really flexible, so there's not yeah. really a... They definitely suit this type of manipul, or they definitely suit that type of manipul. It's like, you know, you could do like, what am I thinking? Because because their traits don't, you know, the, the legio trait isn't tied into anything. Yeah, the stratagems aren't necessarily tied into that much. So at, at there, there are no sort of combinations that you can sort of um, yeah exactly min max it with. So much open to you. I mean, someone I, I did see someone suggest, oh well, if you've got a if you've got a war a warbringer nemesis, uh, just uh, throw in a um, just just like give it the Myrmidon uh, trait for a bit, and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're just like really really flexible. It definitely, uh, definitely one of the more interesting legios out there. Yeah, um, I th- that um, being able to take a. So another manipul's power or ability it, it just gives you so many options yeah. um you know you can set up your army your, your legio in uh, any myriad of different ways with that in mind mm-hmm. um i think it's, I, th- I think they're pretty cool definitely very cool yeah um, okay cool uh right okay so that's legio astaris uh Ataris. again we are not the uh, be all and end all of uh, these legios. I'm sure you can get definitely get better um, stuff elsewhere on, you know, Titans. I mean, uh, full stride podcast for one. Uh, and there was a there was another Titanicus podcast. That I, the name escapes me suddenly. <laughs> we better uh, check its name just in case we've stolen it or something. Uh, I, 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 I've, got, I, I've got iTunes open. I'll go into my um, thing here. God Engine. Uh, I see. God engine. So we okay, get so that's one less name for this section. One less name for that section. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, next month, we're actually going to look at the Death Stalkers, Legio Volpa. So, and that'll be our penultimate Titan Death Legio. Cool. Rattling through. Yeah. Oh, these are nasty ones though. Yeah. I hate, I hate their color scheme. It's that's kind cool. of. It's a bit. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, okay. It's a bit. Ugh. So what we'll do now is we'll um, run into um, the. Are we running into the close or the augury scanner? Uh, augury scan. Uh, augury scanner. Yeah. No, we're running into the close because this is the end of the show. Oh, yeah, of course, yes. Yeah, we split it to do this. The new time. modern thinking. New modern thinking. So a few months back, we said that uh, we would uh, offer up one of our new uh, uh, merchandise uh, hoodies um, to 
people that uh, like to follow the web page. So we've gone through oh, the Facebook page rather. Um, we went through 705 people that uh, did both, have done both of those things, including existing uh, people before we started the competition. And in the wonders of the magical number machine, uh, we drew out number. What was the number, Mister B? I've forgotten. Uh, 448. Number 448, and that was Richard Neary. So, Richard, if you want to drop us a message on Facebook, uh, congratulations, and then we will organise with you which one of the hoodies you would like and where you would like it sent to. Yeah, exciting stuff. You'll be the first, second, or possibly even third person to own one. Um, And they are... We like them very much, don't we? Yeah, we do. So choose which one you want. Uh, Well, get in contact with us. We'll figure out which one you want and we'll get it sent out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, I think it's uh, only fair that you guys get an update on Company of Legends. We currently have an event booked in for the 19th of March, but let's be perfectly honest, we don't we don't think that's going to go ahead. I think we're going to have to make the decision to pu- to postpone that. Um, obviously, <laughs> this was originally supposed to be held in March last year, but it's I'm... yeah, it's just. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a difficult decision. You know, we're back in lockdown now as of time of recording. That's not going to end anytime soon. Probably, you know, currently it's March, but I should imagine we're going another yeah, three I, or four I, weeks after that. So um, I think we've got to be honest with ourselves here. If we held this and it's someone gets sick because of it, that's not a good position to be in morally. I mean, we... Yeah. As, as a world, we are on the verge of getting out of this. We've, we've yeah. got vaccine. It's getting distributed. There's, what, 7 million people vaccinated in the UK as yet with their first dose. We're getting there. And I think it's important as a society that we don't let our guard down now at the very last, especially at this time of year when it's so cold. And Yeah, absolutely. So basically, if you had a ticket for either of the events that were meant to be run in 2020, those tickets are going to continue to be valid until such a time that we can go, guess what? We can open the doors and let you in. Yeah. Um, now, whether this happens this year or we end up having skipped two years for your event, we don't. Yeah, we'll, we'll remain optimistic. Like you said, vaccine rollout, you know, is well underway now. Yeah, if we um, do it so, this year, we will do it. But obviously, it's got to depend on getting the getting getting the slot with a venue. Yeah. It's just it's, <laughs> it's 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 a horrible position to be in, but we don't want to yeah. do it to you. But yeah, exactly. So as I said, just don't worry. The events will happen as soon as we can make them happen. But we, you know, we're going to be sensible about it for your sakes, our sakes, you know, everyone's grandmother's sakes as well. Um, so yeah, so just, uh, just a bit, of, a, a small amount of patience is required. Um, you know, we want to do it as much as you guys want to go to it. So 
but we yeah. thought we'd, we'd mention it on here because people don't always follow us on our social medias so yeah, we'll, it's just we'll, uh, we will get this run we will get through this at the end of the day when we're through it all the reward is we get to get together and throw some dice exactly and drink beer or coke or uh, not do coke drink coke yeah i didn't it's, have it's, to bring that did i <laughs> we, had to, we had to ban that sort of behavior um yeah, but yeah. just got crazy after that didn't he yeah yeah probably not good for his heart either no absolutely anyway. um yeah so we just thought we'd let you know and yes yeah, so just bear with us you know there's other eos in the same situation you know all of us want to do it so um it will happen at some point as soon as we can it will happen. Stick together, get models painted, and we will uh, we'll come out on the other side and we'll have an awesome event. And uh, we'll we'll see what we can do, guys. Okay. All right. Thanks very much. Uh, okay, and that brings us to the end of a, another show, and uh, I'm quite happy with how that turned out. Um, please let us know how you're finding this experiment in doing two-part shows, um, and that that would be fantastic. Um, you can also leave us some reviews on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube. Uh, links are in the show notes. Uh, give our page a like too, for no other reason than you know to tell us that we're Ari, we're not horrible, you know, you kind of like us. Um, it helps us sleep better at night because, you know, I mean, Graham, honestly, the, the phone calls, it's incessant. Come you know, on, why isn't man. anyone like this? Patient? And if, why you anyone call, if you do know Henry Cavill, tell him to come and chat to us. Yeah, yeah. It'll be cool. We'll, um, <laughs> we'll, 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 um, we'll, you know, promise not to be fawning fanboys completely. Totally. And, 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 and I promise not to ask the smelly hair. That sounds well, that's put, that's put yeah, that sounded weird. <laughs> and I said it than when I came out with it. Anyway, it sounded weird <laughs> enough either way. Yeah. If you want to get in touch with us, you can post on our Facebook wall, uh, send a message to that account, or email us at the rush at edge of empire.co.uk. That's everybody, um, by the way, not just Henry Carville. He doesn't have like a special email address. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Uh, if you do want to help the show out, we've got there's a couple of ways you can do that. We've got um, an affiliate link with Audible, um, so you can sign up to get your Horus Heresy audiobooks through them with a month's free trial. And after that, it's seven ninety nine a month for an audiobook, and all the Black Library books are on there pretty much. I don't think there's any that aren't on there. Um, you could also become a patron of the show and pop a couple of dollars in our tip jar, for which we are eternally grateful. That and, the, and, and these affiliate programs keep the show running. Um, you can also help us out by going through the advert on our website to purchase your wargaming toys through Element Games. Um, we have um, also have Element Crystal Codes. That, that gets you um, double, double loyalty points and... Um, you get the loyalty points and then we get some crystals as well. So it's all, it's all, a, it's all a nice uh, circle that we're going there. And um, we've got, so we'll put the crystal codes in the show notes, but they are uh, Chris's is CHR 211. Uh, Graham's is GRA 2794. Mine is MIC 440. And Rob's is ROB 676. 
And if you prefer the outpost, we also have an affiliate uh, link with them as well. Again, on the website, you can take a look at that. So it's a great little friendly little gaming store in Sheffield. Uh, we have actually been approached by Goblin Gaming today to ask us about oh, yeah. affiliate for them. So we're going to have to have a discussion between us about that. So, right. So uh, next show, we're going to actually be getting into the nitty gritty and doing the bit that everybody likes about the show, which is the list challenge for the custodies. We're going to go through the custodies actual army list uh, in some, well, say some detail, like an overview, not that great detail. You'll get better by going and looking on uh, Wikipedia or whatever. You know, we're not that great. <laughs> it'll be more accurate. Very... The, it'll be more accurate in the Iron Hands episode. Um, yes, it would be more accurate than Iron Hands. It's very self-deprecating, Mister. I think we do a bang-up job, and uh, we do. I think we do all right. Actually, we do. To... We have had feedback saying that our army army list analysis is pretty good. So, uh, the only one that we did that was not great was the Iron Hands that. Uh, Got the Iron Hands community in uproar. So maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do it again at some point. Yeah, that we might have to. We might. We might have to go through and do some of them again. Yeah, like the Iron Hands, and do and sort of like do them justice or whatever. But the immortals anyway. still aren't. Yeah. Okay. So uh, and that's fantastic. So uh, thanks very much and good night. And then I'm. And gonna, I, then I'm gonna. Take care. Yeah. Good night all. <laughs>